Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast, episode 127, Master IC. You're about to have Mike Geronimo pull up and join us for a dope conversation. You're in for a good one tonight. Peace, Rob. Yo. Yo. What's up, babe? Feeling a little bit better? Yeah, I'm I'm holding it down the best way I can, bro. I'm, I'm a I guess I'm a front it right now. My chest is tight. <laughs> Not a good feeling, but I'll be all right. El Boogie, I see you, El Boogie. I see you, Boo. Checking in. Stick around. We got Mike G. Mike Geronimo gonna be pulling up to have a conversation with us. Yo, how so you been, I'm, bro? I'm a, I'm all right, man. I'm I'm chilling. All right. Yeah, nigga, about to eat pasta in a minute, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real pasta. I'm going out, going to Italy in a couple of um, weeks. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be out there for like eleven days, going all over Italy. Right. Yeah. So that's gonna be a um, a ill experience. I'm looking forward to it. Now, my um, my uncle lives out there in London, so you know he has the ability to travel around. Him and his wife travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Say Italy is one of his favorite places, man. It's a pretty nice place. Yeah, no, nah, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? I think more than anything, I'm looking forward to like getting back to continuing to try to get back to some sense of normal. You know, mm-hmm. like being trapped in a house. Historically, every every year, we go on like trips throughout the year. But with COVID, you know, we've been a little restricted. Yeah. But we haven't been able to travel, move around how we want to move around. So this year, we got quite a few trips lined up. And this is happening. So this is the first one of the year. How about the action? Was this your first step out in the pool since since the pandemic? Nah, because we went to the Bahamas. We went to the Bahamas last yeah. year. But now, you know, that's the Bahamas a quick getaway. So, but this year we got um, Italy. We got Mexico. We got I think we going to Maldives. We supposed to go to Hawaii, and I think, we think we nice. probably like a Alaskan cruise too. Really? Yeah. I I got a friend who did that. Actually, they 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 actually did it every almost every year. They went to to the um, Yellowstone Park, and then they would go out to Alaska for the for the uh, for the cruise. Crazy, yeah, my chest is a little tight, man. Peace, but, um, peace, peace, peace. Mike Geronimo. It's actually Master I C. Mike G. What's good, bro? But he froze up. Yo. There you What's go. What's good, bro? How you doing? Same suit, putting up with it, man. I'm doing this while I'm on the move. How y'all feeling? You're doing well, bro. Thanks for asking, man. Yeah. God bless you, yo. Yeah. Yo, I want to, I want to, right, likewise, right out the gates, s- salute you and give you your props, bro. You know, how you call it? Like, you're, you're one of the underrated MCs, I feel, of our era and of our time. And you I actually created a, 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 a classic album that was had a cult following that a lot of people may not realize. So, you know, I appreciate that work you put in for us. Freezing up. Yeah, enjoy freezing up. My, my my chest my chest is tightening up, man, because I caught a little cold. 
shit just hit me. Yeah, man, it's like the weather get warm, and now I want to get sick. It's like, nah, son, that's not what it's going to do. He'll chime back in. He's going to get to a better reception. There you go. Let's get Mike back in here. Yo. 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 You can hear us better? You hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. It's chopping up a little bit, but we can hear you. Yeah, the right. weather is really bad, so it's like it, a downpour just started, so that's probably more than likely what it is. But I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yo, no, nah, I was saying, I want to thank you, man. I appreciate the work you put in. You got that classic album, The I Natural, at a, a, a huge following. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Like, thank you. That that means the world to me to hear. So, uh, you know, again, I'm very appreciative. I got a lot of gratitude, man, and just to hear people. Yes, sir. That I way about it. That's some real yeah, shit. That's what's you up. Know, that, that, that makes it all worthwhile. That's a fact. Yeah. That's an absolute fact. Yo, so yeah. so right out the yeah. gate, yo, so how, how'd, you, how'd you get into hip-hop, and who were some of your early influences? Um, wait, I'd shout my cousin out. I see him on here. What's up, kid? I love you, man. Um, anyway, the um, the way I got into to things, I started off as a DJ, bro. Like, I was DJing when I was about 15, 16. I had my technique, 1200s, and all of that. And um, I actually grew up with Lars Professor. Shout out to Lars Pro. He like the first person I grew new coming out of my crib outside. So just being around right. them and, and being around, exposed to all of those people that would come through his crib, like Gangstar would come by, Buster would come by, uh, Pete Rock, Agnaz, you know, a lot of people would come through. So I guess it just rubbed off on me. And then um, he would always have us spit, like in the cypher at his crib. He would just cut up break beats and we would just start robbing. And at first, I'd play around with it, but, you know, then, like, my brother, my cousins, and my friends, they would all tell me, they're like, yo, you should take it serious, you know, like, you should actually really start writing. So, I did, you know, here and there, and I just, for some reason, just started gravitating more to rhyming, and then um, I had a friend in high school named Chucky Madness, who was a big DJ in Queens. And he knew where of Gotti. Um, shout out to Gotti and Chuck. Um, so long story short, my man Chuck heard me spitting in the lunchroom one day at Bayside High School. And he started telling me to come over to his crib on the weekends. And, you know, he would cut up break beats and he would record me from his just his system at, at the crib. So I guess he must have told Irv about me. And um, they put me in a talent show. Irv came through. He, you know, was like, yo, I got a studio, all of that. And I was lit. I was on stage. I just came off stage. I'm faded, all that shit. So I just grabbed him and started rhyming in his head. <laughs> and the nigga just started laughing. And he was like, yo, I'm telling you, you need to come through. <clears throat> and then, like, a shootout broke out in the spot. So we all had to, mm. you know, we got separated, whatever. You know how that go. And, like, a couple of days later, Herb called me. And we got up together gave me the beat for Shit's Real, and that ended up being, like, the first thing I ever recorded in life. So the rest was history from there, you know? Nice. 
Right. Yeah, shit, shit real was that was that classic using that um, Denise Williams sample, man. Like once that yeah. came on, it was yeah, instant. It was. Like, yeah, this is a joint right here, and, and that came. And it's funny because I didn't really want to do it when he gave me the beat. I was like, nah, I want to, you know, I was all, I want to do some hardcore and all of that and blah, blah, blah. And he's <laughs> right, like, right. Nah, Mike, I'm telling you, Mike, yo, just listen to me, Pete. Do this and watch. Right. And we went in the box, like, the first time I ever went into a studio and recorded and lo and behold, that was it. I just saw someone on your timeline. They must know about Chucky Madness because they they just mentioned the beat, yeah. the, the blend with the Super Mario Brothers joint. Yeah, see now for the people <laughs> who don't know that Mario. You Brothers see that? Joint, right, Chuck was the first person to take like a Nintendo and hook it to his sound system, and he would take Mario Brothers and blend it with like catch a beat or, or, or the bridge or whatever. Mm. So yeah, that's 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 real talk. Whoever said that, they were there. They know what it is. Yeah. For real. You know that that time was a real creative time. You it know, was. that era of the nineties. It was super creative and, and it brought in that blend of R and B and hip hop, which was dope. And you using that song. I mean, even in your in, in your second album, Vendetta, you had the blessings of having the uh Puffy Squad in there, and I know they they used everything. I'm yeah, like, man. how did Puffy clear all these songs? Like he cleared <laughs> Diana Ross, he cleared everything. Like he used everything from the '70s, though. Yeah, fact. Shout out to to, to Puff, bro. But I mean, he just had that that thing, you know. Like if he heard something and and it was a sample, he would just still is with you know people that might have told other people no, they wasn't telling Puff. Yeah, I was just fortunate because Bad Boy pretty much just took me under the wing. You know, they, they treated nice. me like I was family from day one. So, again, shout out to Diddy. Shout out to to to, to all the, to the hitmen. Hit yeah, D-Dot, Nassim, um, Prestige. Young, um, young Lord. Yeah, young Lord, that's why I'm there. I There's a lot, couple of people on there, man. Yeah, facts. So that that whole dream team of producers, like they was all behind. They was all supportive, and they all, even if I wasn't doing a beat, you know, like I could have been working with Young Lord, and you know, D Dot was still coming to session, or I could have been right. with D Dot and vice versa. So they really, really put their arms around me. I appreciate it, you know. So it is what it is. It's real talk. Real yeah. talk. Yo, how'd you end up on the um? How'd you end up on the radar of TVT? Cause TVT in the past they was doing like rock acts and they was doing like like um yeah, what was it, like music themes <laughs> like yeah like yeah, TV they, show music. I mean they actually yeah they actually shout out to Steve Gottlieb. What's up, Steve? I, I hope you're good. He actually amassed his 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 fortune off of TV show tunes. So TVT owned everything from uh my three sons to the jetsons to the jeffersons to the cosby wow so they had this extensive catalog of pretty much any theme song that you heard on tv from once tv started to present day and then from there they had Mm. branched off and they did a lot of alternatives so they were working with like Trent Reznor. Shout out to Trent. What's up, bro? Um, 
Nine Inch Nails, mm -hmm. and they worked yeah. with uh, Seven Dust and a couple of other, you know, um, grunge acts. Uh, yeah, shout out to Wanda Snell. That's my, that's like my, my other, other mama in life. I saw somebody say something about Wanda. But long story short, they decided to open up a rap division. Uh, I think they were paying attention to what Gadia did in terms of pressing the record up. And we shot the video on our own. And they were just baffled at how we were able to get the response that we were able to get. And long story short, it came down to them and two other labels. And I'm not going to say which label, but we went to one label and they actually <laughs> ended up having like a, a act. Yeah, like one of the acts on the label, the manager was assaulting like the, the vice president of the label the day we went up for the meeting. Mm. So he was like, thanks, but no thanks. You know, and then um, <laughs> I sat and I had a good talk with Steve and we just connected. You know, and he, he just explained to me, he's like, you know, you have a unique opportunity in the sense of you'll be the first rap artist on a brand new rap label. And he's like, you know, it'll be a lot on your shoulders, but in the end, it's a pretty good thing. Yeah. You, you, um, you took a risk. They took a risk with you. Say that again, bro. Yeah, I was saying that, um, they took a risk with you, but you took a risk with them also, because you know this was their first, yeah, their first time putting they they toe in the pool with rap. Yeah, absolutely, and and I guess now in hindsight, you know, to look back at it, yeah, it was an incredible risk, but I didn't even think that way about it. Like I just know that me and Steve had a good heart to heart talk. Irv was really big on TVT. And the prospects mm. of what could happen if we went there. And I felt comfortable with his advice. Um, and it just felt like home from the minute that I went there. So that's the way I wrote. But, yeah, in hindsight, it was it was a very big risk. Very big risk. Yeah. So you, you signed so, a deal with TV. You signed a deal with TVT. And you off and running. How long did it take for you to record The Natural? And when you were recording The Natural... Did you realize like that it would mm -hmm. be what it is today? I probably can answer the back end of the question before the the, the front of it. I absolutely did not have any idea that it would become what it's become. Um, right. I had feelings when we was recording and when we did certain songs, I kind of had this funny feeling like, okay, I don't realize what I just did. So I don't realize, you know, what the outcome is, but you just did something. You just have that feeling in you as an artist. So there was that in terms of how mm -hmm. long it took. It took me a long time. Like, it was unheard of because I took, it took, I think, about two years after the, the first mm -hmm. single came out. And the album dropped maybe two years out, or a year after the first which was unheard of. Like I had only had one single out before the the actual album dropped, but it was a year in between right. the time, and it was just crazy because, you know, at those at, at that in that stage in those days, you were not supposed to be able to do that. You weren't supposed to be able to take that long to get your product out. There, you know, so, but I was very meticulous. And I was very 
hard on myself in terms of I wanted it to be as solid as I could possibly make it without knowing what the industry is. And so, I, again, right. I had no idea, bro, that it was going to turn out to, to be what, you know, some people regarded as being. But I'm just grateful. I'm just thankful. You know, and I wouldn't change anything about it. You know what? And I wouldn't want you to change anything because I tell you, Master I see. I thought that song was prophecy for me because yeah. my nickname as a kid yeah. was Master. And when I heard that song, that boosted my, that boosted my ego crazy. So like I can't even lie to you. Anytime I would play yeah. that song before I played ball. Every time I played ball. So that album, that album that. grew on me as a kid, man. I appreciate it again. I think with Master, I see it was like it's one of the moments I was referring to where I didn't know where we was heading and I didn't know the magnitude of everything at that stage, but I just had this feeling that whatever we did, nobody did before, and I just had a feeling like right. nobody else would have been able to do it. And that was right. enough for me. You know, that was enough for me. You know, and I just went with it. I just went with it. Yeah. I don't. Now, did Irv produce that whole album? No. Nah, no, Beat no, Miner. No. Um, Irv. Beat Miner. He yeah. produced the majority of it, but I had, yeah, we had Walt and even P to Beat Miner. Shout out to mm-hmm. them. Uh, P Rock came on board. Habit came on board. Mark Spark. Wow, you have a lineup, bro. I think Marley Mall. I think we like kind of started recording together towards the tail end of the album, and then that made its way to the next album. Mm. Buck Wild definitely. Buck did Master I See, and then he Buck did Master I See. Yeah, yeah. Like the moment me and, and Buck met, like it was just like hand in glove, you know. So he did a lot, and then Herb did everything outside of that. So he okay. did a Yeah, I think you you froze up. You can hear us? Did I freeze up? Y'all can hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. It goes in and out a little bit. We we can bear with it. Yeah. Yo, so I I was saying, I don't know if the actual... No, no problem. I was saying, I I don't know if the actual sales equated to the amount of success that you had in the hood, but I I was looking at this and, yo, these are some of the albums that came out within that sort of like that one to two year time period that you released The Natural. So this is an era that we had Illmatic, we had Only mm-hmm. Built for Cuban Links, we had Ready to Die, we had Word Life, we had The Infamous, to name a few. Yeah. What does it mean to you to have created a piece of work that's, that stood the test of time next to those albums? It's an amazing feeling because there was so much competition at that time. And I don't mean it in the sense of you know, opposition. I mean it more in the sense of you had all of these superheroes MC wise that they was going hard and you had to either go hard or go home. So right. I knew I had to do that. You know, but um the rest of it was just us being us, you know, us saying what we would say and do what we would do. And so to fast forward to be able to be a graduate of that class of MC. It's, there's no words. Crazy, bro. There's no, there's no, there's no right. 
it's beyond crazy. I can imagine. It's beyond because, like I said, first off, it's something that I wasn't even gunning for. Second off, it wasn't what I started doing. I started with DJing. And then third off, you know, to, to be in that battle royale and, you know, not get scuffed up lyrically and not get scuffed up integrity-wise mm-hmm. or, or with a fan base, like, it's a blessing, you know, so I, I can't thank whatever it is that creates us all enough, you know, I, I just can't, so it's a good feeling. To, to I, I think that's a big that. testament to who you are. Yeah, I, I think that's a big testament to who you are, bro, man. You're a mount, you're a very mild mannered, reserved brother, man. What keeps you grounded? Um, I don't know. I think with myself, bro. Like, I just think as a person, I know what I would. I know what I am. I know who I am. I know what I would want to be said. And I know what I'm comfortable with and I know what I'm not comfortable with. I know right. what I'm good at and what I need to work on. And I think all those things along with, first off, being dad, being a husband, being a brother, right. being a friend, all those things help me to always say to myself, I think Kanye's mom said it best. She said, oh, she said a giant never sees themselves in a mirror. And I say that feeling uncomfortable about possibly applying the word giant to myself. I, I can't ever look at myself that way. And I won't right. ever look at myself that way. But in terms of the, the 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 message behind the statement, I never look at myself as any different from anything around me. I just look at it like, okay, there's this thing that I do that maybe everybody doesn't. And that's okay. You know, there's people who fly planes. I can't fly a plane. There's, there's nurses mm. who save lives every day. I can't. I'm not versed in that. You know, there's police and, and military that put their lives on the line for all of us every day. And to me, those are the true heroes of yeah. where we are. Right. We are, you know. So I just like yeah, I see. Them, I see a lot of people in the chat uh, making reference to Flush, and you mm-hmm. and you and Flush to me always had like I'll amazing chemistry. <laughs> Yo, why, why we not, why we Shout never done a Flush, joint man. album uh, with y'all? Damn, that's crazy, right? Because we just talked about that shit earlier. I'm talking to my brother and shit, so like, yo, that's crazy. We just talked about that earlier. What I will say, I'm not going to, I can't say everything. What I will say is sometimes in life, if you want something and you wish for it, sometimes it happens. You know, so I, I'm mm, just going to say go. that. And it, it's very funny because, like I said, shout out to Flush. It was his birthday yesterday, so... He was at the crib with me for a minute. And, you know, we cooked on the grill and just did what we do. Nice. You know? But mm-hmm. that's actually something that we discussed heavily last night. So I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. I, mean, I can't I'll, say anything. I'll, anticip- that. I'll anticipate that. I'll definitely anticipate that. That's yeah. going to be one to, to wait for right there. I, I, I'll enjoy that, man. But yes, you know yeah, what? I so. Yo, hold on, Rob. Rob, yo, yo, Mike, let me tell you, you made a lot of people day in the chat because 
we first started up, all I seen was, yo, that's about Flush. What's up with Flush? We you doing music with Flush? So you made a lot of people yeah, happy in the chat, bro. We was, we was, please, we was bullshitting till about one o'clock in the morning last night. I sent him home. He, 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 I sent him home as a birthday. Should send you home, you know. So we celebrated his day. Yeah. We was all wobbly last night, laughing and eating and joking and having a good time. So yeah. good time. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what? Now I'm I'm a I'm a fast forward a little bit to some of your new stuff. Smoke mm -hmm. out of this world. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate devastation. It, devastation you did with infrared out of yeah, this world. I appreciate it, bro. Even even lemon it, yeah. pepper, even lemon pepper you did with nature out of this world. Appreciate it. But one track, one track I do love, and I listened to it till I fell asleep last night. The one, like, I what was your mindset? What, what, what was your mindset creating that? Because you was like, you felt like you was in an awakening moment writing that. What was you yeah. thinking when you was creating that? It's funny, bro, because it was really spontaneous. I never heard the beat. I heard the beat that day. And I was just in the zone. I was in the A recording. So um, shout out my man, the Black Mike. Black Mike did it. And the engineer was my man, X. And we was just, they played the beat. And with me, I just, like, I'll smoke a cigarette, go outside, and I'll start writing in my head, and then I'll come back. And the idea, the idea just came to me outside. Like, yo. I thought about the Matrix, and then I thought about Alice right. in Wonderland, and I was thinking about how a lot of people miss the connection between the two. And then I thought about right. my own mm. situation. Right. Just came. And, just came. and then I just went and laid it down. And it was one of those you know, moments where you feel, you feel good about yourself having the ability to do something. And that's, and that's what I got from it. I got some self-reflection out of that. You know what I mean? Because it was like, the red pill brought me home, but the blue pill, that was the Balenciaga kicks in. You know what yeah, I mean? And it was two, wor two worlds you were in, and it was like deciding which world made sense for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, I mean, and that's really all the song boils down to is it, it really just boils down to the choices we make as individuals and the choices we make in life. You got to make the choice right. that, 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 you know, your feet fit in, you know. And so, like I said, I just heard the beat. I zoned out, and it came to me, and I just went and did it, you know. So, but the album is great. I bet. Yo, I bet. I yo, bet. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it because, yo, I told Rob in the group chat yesterday, I'm like, yo, Mike ain't miss miss. Missing a beat, hey, boy. A yo, step, you know, bro. You know, hit neck like it's the nineties. <laughs> yo, 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 hold on, it, hold on a second. It's the same Rubik's, Ru you gotta go hard Rubik's go Cube, home, Rubik's you know? Cube, the Tesseract, Rubik's Cube, the yeah. Tesseract. Put out a kite, and you could go and get the best in rap. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this this dude yeah. is not playing. Yeah. Boss and those is crazy. Appetizers, like I'm not undermining anything about the. I think every song you do as an artist is your child. It's like having a kid who's time to song you know and you just hope the best for that kid when, it, when it's born and that's how i feel about the songs i write the songs i record mm -hmm. so with that being said like um 
I never felt like I've been in a better place creatively in my life. I never felt right. more excited yeah. and more enthusiastic and more inspired. And I, I never felt as free from, right. from things that would possibly tamper with your creativity. You know, so I'm just mm. in a good place in life. I'm in a good place creatively, and I'm just doing what I do. You know, I'm just doing that. You know, so that's a beautiful it's thing. A good thing. It's a good thing. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Come, yes, sir. Coming, yes, off sir. The, coming off the success of the um, coming off the success of the natural, you put out Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 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 gonna say like I'm I'm biased because I'm always I'm always on my backpack boss type shit and to me vendetta it was a noticeable a noticeable change and i i thought it was a good album but again because the natural was just like so gritty hardcore i was like wait a minute something something changed for mike so i i I always wondered i'm like was it you know the influence of puff was it the label saying all right we need more commercial records or was it just the time because i know the time that vendetta came out was around the time when puff was killing shit Right. I think, I mean, honestly put, a lot of it was myself. A lot of it was just me wanting to work with who I wanted to work with and grow as an artist uh-huh. and, and present something different, present another side. But I think now that I'm older, I can understand the criticism because as an artist, you have mm-hmm. to delicately balance your rate of growth and what your fan base is willing to accept. And I get it. A lot of people saw the video and it was tight. It was like, yo, you in a shiny suit. Me personally, I had no problem. I, I, I was having the time of my life. It's actually one of the biggest songs in terms of rotation that I ever had in my career. So in yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I, I, I get it because I also look at, I think about with Illmatic meant to us also and then in the second album because Illmatic and the natural those are like purest albums then non second album it was written it was all track masters it was a lot of um commercial singles mm-hmm. and things like that to try to appeal to the audience so i, I mm-hmm. wanted to be an artist like how do you go about you know making sure that you please the label because i'm sure the label wants you to be successful making sure you please mm-hmm. your core audience but also staying true to yourself as an artist because as a fan you know creatively we put you in a box we like yo mike made the natural uh-huh. as far as i'm concerned he need to make the natural part too yeah i mean well what i say to that is um the album i'm working on now buried the natural and i know mm-hmm. okay the the album that i'm doing now is it, it, it's my mother load. It's my, it's my, man, listen, you understand what I'm saying? And, and I, like I said, as you just have these feelings you have as an artist. So I said to myself, if I'm able to body the natural, I'll be a happy man. And mm. what I feel right now is I went beyond even that expectation. You know, so that's a good feeling I have, but when you're dealing with a label and when you're dealing with your heart and your soul and what you want and you're also dealing with consumers and the fan base, everything is a balance. And it's just a matter of you saying to yourself, I know that I have to find some sort of equal.
equilibrium between all of these things. And if I could do that and still feel at the end that I haven't compromised myself, then I'm happy. You know, like, I, I, hello? Yo? Yeah, we here. We listen. We here. Yeah, yeah. The signal's crazy. So, you know, (laughs) on that note, We lost your audio. Me to expect everyone in the world to like me. I do. Can you hear me? Yo. Yeah, Yo. we can hear you. We can hear you now. Yeah. You can hear I us. I going like everything I do, and I'm okay with that. That's the world we live in. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I don't do anything. That's a fact. But I don't like what I do. I do a fool too, like what I do. Mm. You can't really worry about it. Yeah. You're going to do it, and you're going to go. Give it a second. Yeah. You're freezing up. Give it a second. We can't hear you. Yeah, weather's terrible today, bro. Yeah, freezing up. It was beautiful. It was beautiful earlier. Now it's raining and looking crazy. It might be raining. For those that's those that's in the chat that's not following the podcast, follow the podcast. We're gonna get Mike back. Continue with this conversation. Make sure you subscribe to the No Ideas Original Podcast. So let me see. We got Tope TV in the house, Paul Wick from a distant star one, Aziz Sun, Green Eye Silverback. We got Big Twins QB. Shout out. Shout out QB. Shout out to the QB crew. Big twins, we got we gotta have you up here. And build with you too, bro. Let's get Mike back. We got Nels. What's up, Nels? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sir. We got there you go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, my bad. I no gotta problem. kill two birds with one stone too, and the signal's <laughs> crazy. So bear with me. I'm here. That's all right. Do your yo, numbers. Do your numbers, bro. Well, yo, just just to yeah, you know to that. kind of speak to what you were saying. Also, I think that one of the things though, as consumers, that we do that's not good is that you know we put artists in the box. You know we put we put artists in the box, and we don't allow them to evolve. You know, yeah. but honestly, the, the the true essence of being a great artist is you gotta you right. have to take risks. But you know what it is too, bro. Like honestly, put um, the problem is sometimes that when you make music, you're making music for people. When you make music, think about it. People go to proms off of what you make. People remember their first kiss mm. off what you did. People remember when they graduated. People remember, unfortunately, right. all these things, bro, all these things, people don't want to change because these are their memories and they allow you to be a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. And you right. are just one person who's helping them with the soundtrack of their life. You understand? So I can understand how people uh, are kind of reluctant to, to growing pains. I get it. I completely get it. But at the same, in the same sense, mm. 
you can't allow you can't not grow because you're a person. You know what I mean? Like um, mm. like I heard Kendrick's album this morning, and I was it's fascinating to me. Mm. You know, it's it's amazing to me because I can I hear his growth and his situation. Right. It's not so much about what I want for him. This is that man's life. Yeah, right. So I just look at it that way, bro. I just look yeah. at it that way. Yeah, I, I got. I, mean, I haven't I, had a chance I, to listen to Kendrick album awesome. yet. I gotta. I gotta take time and actually sit with it and listen to detail. Yeah, it's, you're gonna like this shot. The album is, is very creative, yo. Yeah, it's a nice album. It's a real nice album. Yo, brother Mike, was, up, let's, let's step away from music just a little bit. Uh-huh. What stim- what stimulates you mentally on a personal level, and are you an avid reader? Oh yeah, I'm a heavy reader. Um, right now, I'm reading the world by thank you because i was gonna ask i was gonna ask you what books you could read that you could recommend too <laughs> yeah right now i'm reading a book called the world by richard haas and it's pretty much like a breakdown of the world from the from the 1900s to now like how we got in the place we in and all this crazy shit with like ukraine russia uh the history of you know like with the bolsheviks and the ottoman empire and all that mm. so that's what i'm reading now but I always nice. read, bro. I always read, you know, because that's that's where you learn. That's where you learn. I was always for myself. I was always somebody that loved learning. I loved soaking up as yeah, much right. as I could soak up. You understand? Right. So it's just that way with me. You know, I've always been. I can still remember my favorite books from school, like The Red Badge of Courage, Lord mm. of the Flies. Took it back. Wow. Yeah, yeah, son. You think those, you know, so those, those are good? Those are good crates to dig in right there, bro. Yeah, fact, yeah, <laughs> fact. Oh, how could I forget Atticus Finch? Like to kill a mockingbird. That's yeah. my favorite book of yeah. all time. So. Yo, a lot, it's, a lot of people don't um don't realize the symbolism in a lot of those books too. Yeah, like the Lord of Flies. Know, there's a lot of symbolism yeah, in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man eats himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets in certain positions, but it's not about that so much as for me. Like I said, I just enjoy learning as much as I can and I always know that no matter what I know there's always something more for me too right nobody knows everything so me I just take pride in learning as the gods as the gods would say knowledge is infinite man knowledge is infinite exactly speak on the gods so to say that it's like you know I wouldn't want to do it any other Right. I wouldn't want to not learn as much as I could. And you only hear this life once, my nigga. So, right. You understand what I'm saying? I just believe that that's one of the best ways I can take advantage of this this ride I have. Yo, Mike. That's right. What's up, bro? You got a question. Uh, Tell him I said, shaking my head about driving on the interview and say verbatim, P2. Ali said, hold the phone straight. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So with that being said, we know exactly who that person is. <laughs> I know, okay. yo, I know who that person is too. Yeah, that's Mama Bear right now. I know who it is. That's Mama Bear. And to she'll get night. She'll get night. We are fine. She'll she'll get fine. I'm I'm doing this. It's fine. It's working out. That's right. It is working out, man. It's working yo, out. 
Yo. When you when you were young, you you did work for a, a book publishing company. Is that correct? Yeah, I worked for Bantam Doubleday Dell. Mm. Wow. The Tishman Building, six 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 Fifth Avenue, the Tishman Building. How about that? How'd you get that? How'd you end up working there? I actually was in a program in high school that was known as co-op. So what you would do? Oh. Uh, one week you would go to school. Next week you would go to work. The next week you would go to work. And I just was very fortunate because my teachers, shout out to Ms. they really believed in me in terms of they would always tell me you're really smart and you're really quick on your feet, but you just don't like school. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, you know, I think. They, they, they were like, we think we found something for you. And lo and behold, it was Bantam Double Day Down. So I started there. Yeah, like I had moved up from being like in the call response place of their business to I had to actually like register all the ISBN numbers on the books. That's how it's right, it's the books. So right. I ended up doing that and that was it. That was it. Yep. One thing, one thing that I'm, I'm always been confused by or bothered by is I feel like mm -hmm. I watch, I watch you and Irv build something, um, mm -hmm. and then I seen Irv parlay it to something even bigger, mm -hmm. and I felt like that when he parlayed it to something even bigger, you should have been more included. That's just, that's just me personally. I don't know the the backstory, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but I feel like that you you threw a lot of a lot of alley oops to people, Mike. Like that 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 album. That first album, you had Jay on there. You know, you have mm -hmm. Flush, and you and Flush they got the crazy good um, relationship. But Absolutely. it seemed like when 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 Irv built, you know, built this Murder Inc. I was always looking like, all right, so what's Mike's place? You know, what's Mike? Where's Mike at? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's really no easy way to answer that, uh, for lack Problem. of a better way of putting it. But I just, I, I just think that at that point we had. We had grown apart to a place where sometimes things happen and just as a, as a person, I'm sorry to speak over the navigation, but sometimes things happen and you as a person, you have to just let them unfold. Yeah, you can't, it's kind of like being in the middle of the ocean and fighting against the current. The more that you try to paddle out of the current, the more it pulls you in. Right. The further out from land you go. And so sometimes in life, you have to just let things take their course. And mm. it might not be easy for you to do. It may even hurt. But I think in the long run, if I, what I will say is this. I love my life for every single moment that it is now, right? Mm -hmm. And what I realize is that if I tried to do it any other way, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't have my kids. Wait, go this way, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if, if it were any other way, I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have my wife. Yeah. I wouldn't have my small business. I wouldn't even be here talking to you on this podcast. It would be something completely different. Because... Yeah. The chain reaction of the decision made and the choices that unfold after that could have right. been somewhere else. And I'm not supposed to be anywhere else. I'm supposed yeah. to be where I am. Right. And, and I think the problem with a lot of people is 
they don't know how to be comfortable with where life puts you. But where I put you, no one said you had to stay where it puts you. But just be okay with where you are. And if you right. learn to be different, then you take what you learn from your experience and you apply it. Well said. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I wouldn't want nothing to be any different from what it is. You know, um, is some of it unfortunate? Yeah. You know, um, and if I were, I think that if we knew now, if we knew then what we know now, we probably should have a lot of mm-hmm. But you know, we did and things happen the way there. And this is not at all to say, like, I, to this day, I got love for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because you can't go through what we went through and not have love for that person. Right. Some, res- so some sort I, of respect. Right. Right. Just out of the respect of what, what So we going to always have that, that, that respect and mm-hmm. that love for what we created, for what we did, for where it took us, and for who it allowed us to bring with us. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I, I could never look at it no different from that, bro. Never. Yeah. Shout out nah, to that's, that's, yeah. I I, yeah. I respect that. That's, that's, that's grown man shit. That's basically saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the, the, I think I'm, I'm a firm believer in, you know, like whatever's God will is, is, exactly. is what's meant to be. Exactly. You know? And, and and also don't that. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I'm saying? You know all yeah. things don't pan out the way they do, but there's always a little gem in there that you can pull from that exactly. and add on to that, and then make something else. And no one said, and even further, like no one said that that's the end of your chapter or or that. Chapter. Right. Yeah, you know that chapter may continue down the line for all we know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't look at it as anything other than that, and yeah. I would, you know. So, and for me, I just say that even if I wasn't there for every time that they did something that was bigger than life, I was happy, and I was able to mm-hmm. say to myself, "I don't need to be out there right now. Look at what my friends are doing." their body in the world yeah, right. right you know yeah. and that was enough for me so i'm grateful bro for all sides of it, every side of it. and i wouldn't want anything to be any different not a thing yeah i, I i'll say this though i mean i, I hope that even if even, whether it's, if it's happening publicly or behind closed doors the the mm-hmm. dude you did throw the alley-oop for i hope they are saying yo good looking out because you put me in position sometimes to me that's enough for a person just to acknowledge like yo because mm-hmm. of you, I got into a position, and that and that acknowledgement See, is enough. Like it don't always got to be other things. Yeah, and even with that, bro. Like I'll be honest, I think that all those people involved. I think that Ja Rule is incredibly talented. I think Jay Z is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I think DMX was incredibly talented. Irv Gotti, the same yes, sir. And I don't mm-hmm. for one minute believe it would. Oh, we lost you again, Mike. Yeah. You're breaking. You're breaking up. Yeah. 
All right. Probably where you drive. You back. Now. You back. You get us? Nah, he's still breaking up. Give him a second. Dope interview, dope conversation with Mike. Yo, just listen, listening to him speak, he's eloquent and he chooses his words wisely, man. He's very cerebral. And that's what I like. Like, I could sit and talk to him on a regular, smoke a blunt and just hang out with him on a regular, like, and just talk about shit, books, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fatherhood, marriage, you know what I mean? He just seems very open and, 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 and so, you know. Yeah. Yo, for for those that's watching though, like his his response to what I asked him about Irv is I think like a good life lesson that people need to really take under advisement. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes it's God's will, you know, and some things yeah. meant, and some things aren't meant to be, but because things don't necessarily go in a certain direction, doesn't mean like he said, it's that that, you know, this is the end of the chapter for you. You know, like Right. right. And you gotta you gotta and sometimes you gotta be wise enough. Just like I said, you know, you got to see the sense and nonsense, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And make something of it because, you know, you're going to have clashes. Just to just just throw Wu-Tang out there. You got nine brothers, all nice. It's going to be ego clash and it's going to be words said. And be like, oh, that verse was whack. You're going to have all of that, son, but you still got to make a project. So, you know, you can't, you can't take everything personal, man. Things happen. And you just gotta keep on. You learn from like them things are lessons, man. You learn from them, yo. Yeah, that 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 requires though, like that that level of maturity, you know. And like some people get there, and humility. Like, yeah, and they yes, like, sir. all right, so this is what it is, it didn't work out. But yo, this is what I'm gonna do, no doubt. All right, we give him a few minutes. Mike gonna plug back in, but yeah, you have to. There has to be, you know, that level of maturity. There has to be, the ability to actually be, you know, open and receptive, and to not become resentful because I think in the music industry in particular, it's very easy to become resentful. Yeah. And, and distant and you can lose sight of this and that you're distracted, you're enamored by so many different things, especially if you're, you're new to it. I mean, there's, there's a lot to, to, to pay attention to, man. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say this also. Uh, and uh, when we get him back, we'll hear where he was going um, with this comment. Cause he, you know, he mentioned, uh, Jay-Z, who was on the album, DMX, who was on the album, DMX. you know, he had rules all, on the album. All, yeah, all these different people on the album, and no doubt that all these people are all talented people, um, but, you know, like, sometimes, like, people do need to acknowledge, mm -hmm. like, yo, you know, before I was this particular person, you opened the door for me, or it was because you put me on your project. Right. That's, yeah, Miss Tiffany Barker. Barker, that's correct. People grow apart, and it's okay. It's okay to grow apart. It's okay, man. You got you got to make room for new stuff to come in. Sometimes you just gotta spread little wings a little bit, man. Mm -hmm. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So that yo, that the to me like the natural though. I just feel like I got the natural up there with um with like the into the stage with the the word life album. Like those albums that was just they was like sleepers, sleeper mm -hmm. albums that was just classic albums that people don't really, people really don't realize until they go back and and and, and listen again that these are albums that stood the test of time, man. Huh? Okay, Yo, and they grew on you, man. And X did when he was here, also. That's perfect. 
and they grew on you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I said, Master IC. I, I, I remember it like that. I'm like, hold on. Did he say, and he spelt it like how I spelt it. <laughs> so I'm looking at this. I'm like, this is a perfect song for me. Did he make this song for me in my head at the time? So we, uh, there's 20, there's 25th anniversary gear left on the website. Put the website down in the chat also if people want to get the 25th anniversary merch from Mike Geronimo. You know something else that I think that makes a lot of the albums that we had different than the albums that come out today? That, you know, these albums, these are albums that we had to sit with on a, with a, with a disc man on a train and listen to. You listen to these albums nonstop. Like I was saying about the Kendrick Lamar album, I got to sit with it and actually really listen in detail. Now music has become so disposable that people play through it one time. It's like, forget it. All right, I don't need to, I heard it. I don't need to hear it again. Yeah, you give it 30 seconds, like, all right, BJ ain't catching me. All right, let me leave it alone. And you even get to the bridge of the song yet before you go into the next song. But that's that's just the, the microwave society that we're living in, man. Like, everything got to be lickety split. And no one takes the time for anything to kind of just grow on you, man. But, you know... And that's what I liked about music. That's what I liked about music back then, because you actually sat, you listened, you opened up your cassette, you read who was producing, who was a part of it. It was almost an event. When you listen to music and I gave it, it gave it that much more credence to it. When you're listening to it, it's like, wow, Pete Rock actually did that. Damn, that shit is dope. You know what I mean? You, 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 and you, you got into your imagination of how it was built and then you're actually enjoying it. And then if you go to a party and hear it or yeah. someone else is hearing, then you, it becomes communal. It's a whole different vibe to it, man. The way music was made back then. Yeah. But you know, the, the industry, I think, has evolved in that sense also, because you see now everything is about putting out singles and stuff like that. And then you, you know what the other thing that I think mm -hmm. that Mike said that I think was very telling also? The nostalgia aspect of, um, of music. So he said, like he said, he was like, people went to the prom to these records or, you know, people... Yes, yeah, so, I mean. So it's like, yeah. this, this stuff has been embedded. In yeah, it's a, party, it's a part of your development. It's a part mm -hmm. of who you are. The website www.qmbstore.com. You could go there and get your Mike Geronimo 25th anniversary merch at the natural. Make sure you pull up, check out, check out the merch, support Mike G. Smoke the big brother, yo. Support him, man. People now are not support real you. lyricists. Uh, Tiffany Barker, you could say that again. That lyricism is definitely, in my opinion, lyricism is, is all-time low. Yeah, I mean, thank, thank God for the Griseldas and the J. Coles and the Kendricks and, you know, even even brothers like Ransom, who's been around for a while, but to hear him put things together, it's like it's refreshing to hear someone use words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And syllables and cadences the way they're supposed to because it's enjoyable to listen. And that's how we, that's how we gravitated to music, man. We enjoyed that stuff. It's entertainment, man, for real. What's up, Yad? I see you. Yeah. Um, I, and that's what that's what grew it because I'm I'm official hip hop baby. You know what I mean? I'm born in the '70s, and the first music that I loved was that. I listened to the music that my moms played and my pops played, but what gravitated to me first was the music that I enjoyed, all the way from Crash Crew to listening to Kendrick to today. You know what I'm saying? It's it's what you 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 imagine yourself listening to before it even comes out. So I can imagine. What him and Royal is gonna work on. Forget about it, son. Yeah. 
Yeah, we start. We we was talking to him earlier, and we was telling him about some of the new songs. You know what's the joint that I like too? The joint with the um, the small time hustling. Rainfall actually, we get the new project. Nah, send that over, bro. <laughs> did you did you get did you get into it? We heard we heard some of the we heard some of the songs. We was talking to him earlier about it. Growing up, oh, smoke. the whole pack is not just a beat. Yeah, there was a time when people actually had to say something on a beat, but it, it really has shifted, I think, to melodies. A lot of it is about melodies now. You know, and I'm not... That was one of the questions. I'm not... I'm nah, not me that. Like, I think, you know, you have to adapt with the time. I'm not knocking people. I think some of it is... Some of the new music is good. Some of it is terrible. You know, it is what it is. And that, that was one of the questions I was going to have for him. Like, what is he listening to? And what does this take on hip hop today? Because there, there is, there is a, uh, there is a, uh, a change in, in the sound and the sonic value of how you listen to it. And you know, some, you know, some some things I'd be like, uh, it didn't hit me. Let me push back. But then there's some you'd be surprised the ones that I like. Like, oh shit, I really like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it might be, I don't know, it might be some some somebody I would have never thought that I would listen to, but the vibe is right. And he's saying something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it might have, it may not even have a boom bap value to it. Like, so I think I got so used to boom, boom bap to now the cadence, the, the, the beat per minute is different. I have to change my way of listening a little bit to be like, yo, yeah, that I is like all right. Too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like dirt. I like dirt too, yeah. I like, um, I like Fabio too. Um, Fabio was nice. ASAP Ferg, I like. Um, there's I a like couple Ferg. of like yo. I I mean I know Rob. Rob's gonna hate this boy. But I mean, did you did you listen? Did you listen to Future's new album? You listen to Future's new album? No. <laughs> now Future's new album. No disrespect. No, no disrespect sound, to the brother. the same, but it's a pretty it's a pretty decent album. Is it? Well, look. You know, not now you intrigued because you listen to it. Mm -hmm. It's intriguing. Now I have to say, all right, if Shaw gave it. The okay, let me let me get off of my bullshit and go check it out. <laughs> see what's up with it. I think, yeah, honestly, you know I think I'd be open to listening to everything. Like some of these dudes will surprise you. You know, some of these yeah. dudes will surprise you. Some of them they're gonna live up to exactly what you thought it was. You put it on, you're gonna be like, skip, 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 skip. But some of these dudes, you know, they they got some quality music, man. Absolutely, man. And you know, being a purist can is it there's a gift and a curse to being that because you know, when you got OC still making music and, you, you know, now we got Geronimo working on a project mm -hmm. and, you know, you got Diamond D putting out music. I'm sure there's something from De La Soul that's coming out soon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, for me, that's like, well, damn, if they still making music, that's like someone in my, in our parents' era still buying the Commodores if they was making an album. Like, yeah. well, check that out. Tiffany Barker says, someone said on Facebook, Kendrick's album is not that great. I need to check it out. I think that's one of the things that we um that's happened too to us. Like, yo, we'll listen to an album and the first day either it's anointed straight trash or it's anointed a classic. Like there's right. like, yeah, it's like to me, for your album to be a classic, you gotta stand the test of time. It, got, it it has to have some longevity and be able to have replay value also. So for Kendrick album, I really gotta I gotta sit with it, I gotta listen to it, and I gotta really yeah. take it in to give like a, a real thorough analysis on it to offer my opinion i don't want to just skip through it like i'm one of them dudes especially when it's the album that i'm, I'm anticipating you know i usually mm -hmm. my, my my approach to listening to these albums is i'll listen to the first 
maybe minute of each song the first go through and then I'll go mm -hmm. back and I'll listen to it in its entirety. You know, so right. So I, I give it a full I give it a full listen. I sit down, I don't I don't even put finish, the right? start just let it ride. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even bop my head. I just actually sit there. I'm listening to the beat that was made. I'm listening to ad libs. I'm listening to everything. And I'm, once it gets me, I said they go right to my playlist. Mm -hmm. Whatever I don't like, don't go to my playlist. <laughs> but, but I, I never, I never remove myself from that same mindset I had when I was young. Mm -hmm. I sit down with it. I, 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 over in my mind, I imagine myself opening up the cassette and reading the whole joint, like even the credits. Back in the days, they would shout out the entire industry on the damn, on a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Toke TV said, I'm getting me a master kit, a hoodie, and saving for that dope-ass jacket. Damn, mama bad, thanks. That's a fact. Yeah. Now, it's, 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 it's good to see our, our artists, you know, have a resurgence and actually be appreciated and put out dope content. Mm-hmm. You know, and I am what I like about it also is I think in this day and age with everything being independent too, like it just makes right. it so much easier to go direct to consumer. So now it's not about convincing these labels, you know, it's it's more so about just, you know, tapping into your your core audience. You know, you tap into your core Yo, audience. A lot of these a lot of these dudes, you know, the label is like, Oh, you know, we need you to sell all these records, but truthfully, artists aren't selling as many albums as they were selling before. So if you got a core audience of like diehard fans, you know, you could travel around the world doing shows, you know, you could, mm -hmm. just, you could sell your merch, you could put out your projects, you know, and you don't have to mm -hmm. worry about the overhead of the label. So now's the time. Right, you move at, you move at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Move at your own pace. Yo, Toke, I agree with you, bro. Spark one up. Listen from end to end, bro. And I might do that a couple of times, depending on what I'm smoking. Real. <laughs> 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 uh, that's the truth too. And do better overseas. We talk about that a lot on this podcast too. This tip is on it, absolutely, man. And and I always hear that a lot. A lot of artists that we you know we have on here, they talk about mm -hmm. how how wonderful it is to go abroad, man. And here it is, they go to somewhere like. Belfast, I don't know, Ukraine or something, and people, they know all the words, but then when you get backstage, they don't know no English. You can't even talk to them regularly, but they know all your words on the whole album. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it be. Those are the true supporters, the true people that are really interested and enjoy and appreciate hip-hop. Yeah, so... Said they're in the tunnel, so I'm not getting any answer. Okay. All right, we 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 wait. Fit, we wait. We'll hold it down, bro. Finish this. Finish this combo with Mike G. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to his new project, though. Yeah, sir. I mean, like, and the stuff that he has out now, people, man, please, even even the freestyle, uh, got him. That's crazy. That's the joint that I was talking about and, with the small time. And he uh, didn't miss, like you said, he didn't miss a beat. He's still on the, like, we need that, son. We need that. Mm -hmm. Didn't miss a beat at all, son. 
still going crazy. What do you think the supporter, why do you think the supporter is super different between here and overseas? Rob, why do you, I, I have my theory, but why do you think that is, Rob? I, I think they're a little bit of a purist, man, overseas, because overseas, they still collect vinyl. Mm -hmm. Here it is, America. America's always about the trend. What's coming up next? What's new? You know what I mean? And that can get people jaded and cloud people's judgment on what they like, what they don't like. Did you get the did you get the new C D? Did you did you get the new way of listening? Did you get the new stream? And overseas people were like, yo, I got a record player and an album. Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate the crackling and the and the, the fried chicken when you put the needle to the joint, you hit they appreciate that. I think the appreciation for the music abroad is much grander and more respected unfortunately than it is here because we don't have a we have a tension span of less than a second yeah you and know, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't grow on us the same way you know what i think like if you look at like um overseas and you look at like rock artists like um grateful dead and you know um metallica and people like that like those are people that celebrate it and i think our culture for some reason with hip-hop maybe because it's, it's such a new genre we haven't figured out what to do with with our legends. I think like for our legends, we discard them too easy. You know, we're quick to move on to the, to, to the, yes, to the next person. But, you know, I don't know how it is that Ozzy Osbourne could still tour and sell out all these huge arenas. You know, and a lot of it is overseas. Like overseas just embrace people and they don't allow the music to die. But I think here again, like we just, we're quick to discard the artists, you know, move on to the next thing. Like the fan to me is like really, really, it's, it's, uh, it's fickle. It's fickle. And it's they move, fickle. They move on too fast, you know. Um, yeah, they take their Spanish short. Yeah, the only people I think that don't move on is I think that the people who have a real true appreciation for the music, in part because of the nostalgia. And I think that overseas, there's an element of nostalgia, but there's also an element of actually appreciating hip-hop. So I, I would probably say, like, somebody... Of course, you're going to have the Drakes and the Kendricks, the really, really big artists, you know, that could go overseas and of course they're gonna be able to sell out arenas and all that stuff but i think that probably in those small pockets overseas there is like the people that's like these diehard fans that they're gonna welcome in a mike geronimo or epmd um a master ace a smith like smith and wesson just came off the um a tour you know tour, yeah. uh, smith and wesson or oc um a uh, 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 boot camp, a uh, boot camp tour, just in general, or uh, uh, Black Moon, you know, or Chaos One. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna allow those people to to go away. But in the states, it's like in order. If you think about it this way, they could go overseas. Ms. Tiff said, "Ain't no loyalty." And headline a smaller venue by themselves. Like I think we had Master Ace on, and Master Ace was saying that he did a show, I think, in the States, and I think he said it may have been like 20-some people or some. Forget the number he said. You can go back and watch the episode, but he said a very small number. But then he said that when he goes abroad, the room is packed, and everybody knows all the words to the con to, um, to the song. So I went to a concert recently, and that, on the concert, it was Big Daddy What show you went to? It was Big Daddy okay. King. It was Karis One. It was Rock mm -hmm. Kim. It was EPMD. Mm -hmm. And... I forget Over the what elders was. right there. It, yeah, and yo, it was it was so it was a sold out show. But look at look at what I just named. I named like six six acts that was like the cream of the crop for our generation. Now you imagine, imagine, imagine overseas, Karis one by himself probably could have 
filled that room just him alone why does it take five <laughs> five or six artists from our era right. to fill that room that speaks to me about the level of appreciation that we have for our artists now did people enjoy, they gave a hell of a show the kind of show that they gave you would have thought that they, Pusha, that was they that in january coming new artists was that show in january pooch asked that no nah, that um i forget when it i forget when it was it was actually it was in uh, i think it was in december it was in December, matter of fact, because I remember Karis One came out. And he had like Christmas lights around his neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he had lights around his neck, and it was yo classic, classic artist, classic artist, with that many people, you know, to, mm -hmm. to, to fill a room. It took six artists, six artists that are like legacy artists from our era. Yeah, in the state. I think I went to a joint like that too with um, who was it? Brand Nubian, nice and smooth. Slick Rick. Slick Rick um, was the other person that was there too to the shot. The shot went to Slick Rick up was in, up in Hartford, man. And I lost my mind, but I'm looking like there must be a lot of young people in here because ain't no one as hype as me, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was super hyped to see Nice and Smooth, man. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's no loyalty, and you know the the, the attention span of the listener. Is really short. They're more melodic. Where we're listening for lyrics, we're listening for cadence, mm -hmm. we're listening for wordplay. You know what I'm saying? Who really got some bars? Who got something to say? How do you put those those conjunctions together? We listening for that. Now they're just listening for what sounds good, melody. not what not what what is said. You know what I mean? The melody, bro. That's yeah. You know, and nothing nothing's wrong. We need the melody. But we need something to go along with the melody, man. I can't just eat a sandwich just with mayonnaise. You got to put something else on, bro. When, when, when Ra was talking about checking my melody, I don't know if he was talking about this melody. I don't know if he was talking about auto-tune. <laughs> Thank God for Jay for banning, banning that, yo. Making people stop listening to that crazy stuff, man. Yes, we do listen for substance. Because substance has value. Substance sticks to your ribs. Substance allows you not to forget that verse, that line. When you hear it, you're almost in unison. Just like you in Europe somewhere, the way they listen to music. So when you hear that substance, you hear that calling for it, you, you immediately, gra immediately gravitate to it. And that's what I love. That's why I love listening to music still to this day, bro. But, yo, a part of me, like, yo, to play devil's advocate, a part of me wonders, like, yo, do you think today's music go over our head? Meaning that the, the audience that the music is intent, intended for, do you think that they also saying, yo, did you just hear what Travis Scott said? Like, are they, do they have the same feeling that we had when we heard Brand Nubian? I think they're listening to what's said, but they're listening to it to listen to see if, it, 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 it relates to how they're living and what they're dealing with. See, when we listen to KRS-One, when I listen to Build and Destroy, I didn't, I didn't expect to hear what I heard on that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When I listened to the certain songs, I did, and I knew I, I knew I was getting something, but you just had to kind of just had to wait for it, but like, oh, shit, he went there. That's, yeah, son. You know what I mean? But now, I, I keep reiterating, man, the, the tension span... <laughs> It's short, and if the melody don't sound right, they moving on, son. They going on to the next one, B. On yeah. to the next one. You couldn't get away with putting out an album called Edutainment in this era. Right, son. 
Know the rules. You know what I mean? With a title like that, know the rules. She said it was Remy Ma, Fat Joe, State Property, Buckshot, Shorty, Lost Boys, Ja Rule. Lost Boys, Ja Rule. Tagged Edge, Mace. Damn, this is like Damn, show, what show, show was that, shows. <laughs> For real, son. That's a crazy lineup. Damn. But you know what? Again, you know, got a lineup I, like that. Um, Rock the Bells got something coming up yeah, with a crazy lineup like that. Too. But yo, that speaks. That speaks to what I'm. What I was just saying. Like, look how many artists you need. All those artists to fill up that venue, probably to fill up that venue. But then you go overseas and you put one artist overseas, and that one artist overseas probably could fill up. And rock venue. out. Yeah. And rock out. That's right. That's a fact. Because of the appreciation. So. My man, the, the homie AG from DITC, said he loved it, man. To the point now, he live in Japan. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally changed his whole his whole geographic mm. location. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. She said it was in in AC in Atlantic City back in March. Wow, that's a crazy lineup, though. Mm-hmm. Mace too. I ain't gonna see Mason then. Jagged Edge. Wow. Yo, it's just it's bug because back in the days you wouldn't even have all these people on this same show. So it's just going on the to same bill. Yeah. Promoters are just pulling them all together, sell tickets. But they know, I mean, I guess they know what their who their audience is and who they're trying to sell those tickets to. Yeah, it's a lot of us. It's a lot of those born in the eighties and, 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 and up. So eighty you know, eighties, nineties and, 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 and further back, I should say. Mace did a freestyle. How was that freestyle? Did you like it, Pooch? Pooch gonna be honest. Mace did a Mace did a freestyle. Still say that nigga was whack. <laughs> yep, all headliners years ago. So for those that just tuned in, we're just waiting for um for Mike to come back in, finish the interview. Embarrassed Diddy is all I gotta say. Boy, I see he gonna make that his legacy now. Everywhere he go, diss and puff. Or puff, man. You know. Now, never, you know yo, what? Nev never puff? say yo. Never say puff's name and say pull in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> never say puff name. And don't, it, don't, it don't it don't go together, right? Not at all. But you know what, puff? Puff got a stiff chin, yo. I tell you that because he don't rebuttal. He don't even give no energy to it. <clears throat> yo, that's what, what the money would do when you got that kind of money. Peace, hey. Ayatollah. What's up, bro? What's yo, up, Tola? When you got when you ain't got that kind of money, when you got that kind of money, you ain't gotta worry about it. Yo, Tola, um, Mike G is on with us. He just popped out for a minute, but he about to come in. I would love to see Ayatollah do something with Mike Geronimo if he hasn't already. Man. That'd be a nice project right there. Definitely. That would be a nice project. Yo, Mike um, and Tola. Tola, you ever did anything with Mike G? That'd be crazy. Right yeah, that'd be that'd be a sick combination. I'd love to see that. That'd be a sick show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tola be sitting on. He be sitting on some shit. I be checking him. I'm like, what is? Yeah, he'll let a, he'll let a song play, and I'm saying to myself, how's he gonna chop that up? That's <laughs> your boy. Boy, DJing skills is crazy too. He'd be up there cutting and scratching. Really? 
Never work with him. Yeah. We got to see if we got, when he come back on, we got to see if we got Ali Oop that and make that happen. <laughs> if we could make that happen, that'd be crazy. For sure. Pardon me, guys. I'm alone in the weather. Work with Flush, though. Yeah, Flush nice. too. Try, try, try to get on, on that album. Get on a new project, Tola. I got something new coming out, so reach out to Flush. Yeah, that that that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy for real, for real. Let's see, right? Yeah. So you came already, back on. You back. already you already listened to the Kendrick album? I listened to some of it, and I think I'm not I'm not gonna give my assessment on it because I didn't listen to it in its entirety. I listened to probably the first track, but I've seen some some people that I respect repost a couple of songs, and they're giving it rave reviews. So, um, he's gonna say to talk to me. All right, I'm the EP. <laughs> yeah, Mike, um, Mike, Mike coming back on. Um. Got my thought. <clears throat> there you go. Well, I I, I leave not familiar with um what Ayatollah work. Follow Phantom of the Chakras too. Ayatollah actually did um Miss Fat Booty for um for most deaths. Most most death. <coughs> Yo, I haven't, Speaking I haven't had of a chance death. to hear, but I got I want to hear that album. I haven't had a chance to hear it yet. I know you got to get it through like a special app. It's fire. You gotta get a special app, or you or you use the cheat code and go to YouTube. Yeah, I got I gotta <laughs> listen to that joint. Oh, actually, I wanna I wanna wait so I can purchase it. You know what I mean? Because from what I heard on YouTube, it's classic Black Star, bro. Mm. And the trajectory and where most deaf Hasim Bay has taken his life, he's dropping some gems on there. You know, Kwali always got a, a pocket full of gems fit mm -hmm. from him. So, um, it's trust me, bro. It's a great listen, man. It's a great listen, man. I'm sorry I went to YouTube to check it out because YouTube is the cheat code. But just listening to it was refreshing. It was good to hear them brothers back. After 24 years, son, check that out. Yo, Tola, you did anything on there? Let me know if you did anything on that. Pro I got to check that out, though. I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to listen to that, too. They how you call it? They that album was crazy. Mad Lib. Yeah, wow. son. Yeah. They knew what they was doing with that one. That's why they put that on that special app. That's why they put that on that special app. They knew what they was doing with that. Yeah, told, I told told us to get with 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 G's man. What's his name? Renali? I don't mean to be chopping your name up, God. Nah, that's I that's I that's I Ali Watkins. That's Ali. Yeah. Ali, we're Ali, gonna, get, we gonna, we gonna link you up with Tola, man. Yo, guys, trust me, man. That'll be a great, great uh, collaboration, man. Tola got some, he got some joints. Yeah. Some real good joints. Sis is running. She running point for Mike G. That's Ali Washington. She handled, like, setting up his interviews and set, set, sound like she said she eat executive for uh, producing it, too. That's dope. So if 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 what I'm hearing, if I, if 
if what I'm hearing so far, if you had input on that, you're on the right track. You need to be executive producing some other people's projects too. Oh, he said Mad Lib did the album. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, about that. And Quali works well with Mad Lib too. Quali, mm -hmm. um, Mad Lib, High Tech, that whole crew. I'm sure they, they probably got some dealer joints in there. Yeah, I like High Tech too, man. I like I love high tech though. Yeah, I like high tech too. Like high tech. He got a vocal dude on there he usually worked with. His name is Dion. This man sound like a young Marvin Gaye, man. Mm. His voice is his voice is like you cannot even you can't duplicate it. It's pure, it's it's, it's perfect for a hook. Yo, that's that, we need to get high tech on here one day, bro. Yeah. That um that first Kendrick um single when I heard that that first single when I heard that sample I was like damn like yo people still messing with that Marvin Gaye estate huh right uh, yeah like yo Marvin Gaye that Marvin Gaye estate I think they sued the shit out of Ti <laughs> Robin Thicke and I think Pharrell so I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah Robin that, get that clear All right, Robin we good we good we hanging tight Robin 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 Thicke Robin Thicke felt the wrath son you don't played yeah. yourself son. Yeah, it's the all of them. But I, I mean that for that to be the lead single, I like that. I thought the visuals was crazy for it too. Mm hmm I can see how Kendrick go over people's head though. Yeah, son. I mean it's his rhyme style. Tell you, people ain't got patience to listen to nothing, man. Mm -hmm. they ain't got time to sit there and decipher through it, B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gotta sample the right way. They gotta make sure that I'm sure that, that sample was clear before they put that out. I'm sure that sample was clear before they put that out. Shoot. Let me see something. That's how you call it. But what's on Kendrick's joint? United in Grief, N95, Worldwide Stepper, Die Hard. I think that's why I seen somebody. And Father Time, I heard, I heard those two were pretty dope. Who who he got on there for, um, for, for guest appearance? I know he got Blast. On there, but who else he got on there for appearance? Summer Walker, Ghostface. He got Ghostface on there? Yes, sir. Wow. On a joint called Purple Heart. He got Kodak Black. Mm. Um, other notable people. But then he has somebody named Sam Do, Baby Keem. I'm sure that's from his camp. Beth Gibbons. Um, and it's a double CD, man. So. Listen, man, I'm going to do just what Toke said. Toke, I'm going to light up, and I'm going to listen to it from end to end, bro. Yeah, he... Um, the best way to get... And this is his last... I think this is his last project with TDE also. Yeah. Yeah, that camp, man. I like that camp. I love Absol, but you got to dig for his music. I like J-Rock. Mm-hmm. And schoolboy and schoolboy Q is nice too. That whole team, state Kendrick just he just puts out music the way he puts out music, and not that he overshadows them guys because them, all them guys is dope. But I would love to hear more from Ab Soul, man. Mm. I love that guy. That guy's dope, man. Yeah. Now he got real, definitely real spitters in that camp. Tola said he won't work with Ghostface again, as you should, Paul. Yeah. Ghostface, I think Ghostface I think, um, got a day named after him from uh, the mayor from New York City, right? Yeah, he got a he got he just he opened up a cafe. Oh, word! 
Yeah, and, and, and the mayor was there to honor him with something, I believe. Shout out to Ghost. And speaking of Ghost, him and um him and Ray just put out a nice single too. I was listening to earlier. And see you see what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. These guys are still making music. Remember, there's a plethora of artists we loved from the eighties into the nineties. Mm -hmm. And a great eighty percent of them are still making music. Yeah. Appreciate that, Tola. Appreciate that. Yeah. They making music, man, but we got to make it a point, like, from our era, we got to make it a point to support, too, to show love. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we got to stream it. We got to buy it. We got to go to the shows. You know, we got to make Yo, it. Son, we, we post, do our post, part it too. post it, too. No, we got to do our part, too. I still, but yo, yo, let me tell you something, to, yo, uh, uh, Tiff. Shay Shay Lagos. Yo, son, that's, I got I got a playlist that's called Car Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, I live in a quiet neighborhood, but when, when I'm playing that, they be like, hey, come Rob. They got to be Rob coming up to Blockster. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 it just, and that's what I mean. That song, it just bounced. As soon as you hear it, I mean, it got the old shape, you know, the old throwback joint on there, but it just mm -hmm. bounces, B. Yeah. You, it's, it's undeniable when you hear it. Shit, I'm going to hear it right now, as a matter of fact. But I don't want to mess it up because we get copywritten and all that. We'll get clapped. They probably take the, take the live. You're like, all right. Yeah, take it down. You ain't got no rights to that song, sir. But, um, nah, it's music like that, bro. Let me see something. Let me go on my one of my playlists right now, yo. Shay Shay. Put my Took it there. Those are my joints. Let me see Car Blaster. Here we go. Yeah, a playlist, Car Blaster. Yo, son, because your pre preem said if it don't blast in the car, don't play it, son. Mm. You gotta, you gotta, it gotta, it gotta sound right in the whip. Or it ain't worth playing. Yeah, right, you can, you, can, you can tell, yo, Rob, you can tell you old school because that was how we used to test albums out. Son, you blasted. How, yo, how it sound in the car? <laughs> I'm still on that, man. How it sound, how I, it I tell you, people don't people don't like driving with me, son, because I'm like, I'm turning this up. You know what I mean? Except for the wife, she, you know, she needs to, she needs to hear stuff, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, the purple oh. tape is the purple tape is arguably one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. That's a that's an album that would never be uh recreated. That's why I was saying the mic also, like when you have those those albums, like your your initial album is is crazy, you know, it becomes hard. That sophomore effort, because people put you in that box and they like, yo, you gotta make another one. You know, and I know Ray did only built for Cuban Links, um, part two. But it, I mean, to me, it didn't, it didn't stand up to part one. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So we said Mike gonna be on in a few more minutes. All right, take your time, good bro. We here. Yeah, yeah. I think. Like, um, yeah, I so you you think about you think about like the follow up efforts that we have. This should tell you how how much artists, I guess, realize that people want them to recreate. The um the magic of their first album. So we we had we had a Stillmatic, 
We had a Only Built for Cuban Links um, part two. We had a Doe or Die too. You know, like these these cult classic, these followings uh, uh, of these albums, like people just demand that they, you know, people make the same album over and over again. That's what I'm saying though to Mike though, that it's selfish also, you know, from a fan standpoint, because you won't let an artist be creative and evolve and do something different. You're like, I want to hear you make the same music over and over again, despite the fact that the artist may be in a different place in life, you know, so the music is and music is not going to be the same. It can't be the same. Right. You got to evolve, man. Can't do the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Another joint I play, I blast in my joint. L bomb, LL Cool J, sir. Yeah, that's a crazy. That was a crazy joint too. I remember walking into the tunnel the first time hearing that. Like, gee, and that's what I mean by loud. <laughs> yeah. You was, walk uh, that, in yo, that spot, was actually you hear that? on the, the tunnel album, right? The Funk Flex tunnel album. Yeah. yeah. That's right, bro. Yeah, uh, Tiffany Barker said the firm. I was at the firm album. I was so disappointed by. I thought that album had potential to be way better. Like I think they yeah. try to, they try to make a bunch of a bunch of commercial records, but right, Ill, Ill bomb got me in Facebook jail. They <laughs> 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 uh, so were. Don't you got to put something like uh, what is it? Something like yo, this is I don't own the rights to this music. Yeah, you got to put that as a disclaimer, son. Incarcerated Scarface is a classic. That is definitely one of my blasters in there, too. Incarcerated yada. Scarface. Yes, yeah. sir. When you hear that instantly, once you hear it. Mm. I mean, so if you did, Raekwon had a lot, because criminology, too. Yeah, son. Yeah. It was all on there. Yo. I got a lot of in my job. If you could get us... If you could get us nature, that'd be great. Cause I've been trying to get with Nate for a minute to have a conversation with him. So I'm I've been trying to build with Nate for a minute. But to me, that firm album I thought had far more potential to do yeah. or to do more. Like considering the caliber, considering the caliber of MCs, I DJ for tragedy Qaddafi at the tunnel. Oh, that must have been monumental. Who said that? Yeah, wow. Ayatollah. Liquid Swords is another one. Yo, Liquid Swords had another a lot of dope tracks on there, um, too. Yo, Black, I see you, Black. I see you, Black. Shout out to Team Spar Space. His brother's out there doing Black Man Decathlon with his team. That they were cinematic. Out there working it out. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely could listen to those albums and get a visual. Yes, Please, sir. Appreciate you, Ali. But yeah, man, nah, that that's I don't I I don't know if we'll never have an era or that kind of. <laughs> Another era, right? Of that kind of music. Nah, son, you can't, you can't, you can't recreate. Protect your neck. Mm. You can't do stuff like that, bro. Criminology. I'm trying to. There was no. There was no skips on Only Built for Cuban Links. That was a start to finish joint too, right? Mm -hmm. That you. Mm -hmm. it's a, I remember. I think the first. The first. I don't know if you could call it a single. I don't know if they put it as the first single, but the first joint. I remember hearing it was Glaciers of Ice. And people were like, yo, damn, like, yo. Glaciers of it was, it was, It was loud and it was all Let over the place. It was one of those songs that it took me a minute to actually appreciate. Yeah? Yeah, it took me, it took me a minute. It took me a minute to appreciate. Like, I was like, yo, damn, like, yo, why is this? It was like, like, like uh, how you call it? Like, RZA sample Castlevania or something like that. <laughs> yo, son. 
No. Not for nothing. He probably did, man. Yeah. Striving for for. I knowledge God. That. Knowledge God is my joint. Never say never. I told her said uh I disagree. Disagree um disagree uh what? That it ha it didn't have any skips or that uh, we'll never get that kind of era in terms of music again. Appreciate you, Ali. Yeah, um I I messaged him. Striving perfection, knuckleheads, mm -hmm. knowledge God, criminology. Carcerated Scarface, Rainy Days was my shit too. Mm -hmm. Guillotine, can it all be so simple? Shark niggas, verbal ice water, glaciers of ice, verbal intercourse, mm -hmm. wisdom body, spot Russia, ice cream, Wu Gambino, heaven or hell, hell. North Star, 18 joints. Exactly. No skips. You know what the slept on album too? Shaolin versus Wu Tang. Never get you, yo. Some of that stuff we ain't, yo. All the knives. That was my shit right there. Mm -hmm. The joint they did with um Ray, Rick Ross, Molasses. You ever heard of that? Mm -hmm. My God. So. What about um another classic album to me? The Infamous. Absolutely, son. Mm-hmm. The infamous, you know, so I how you call it, man. I I I don't know. I guess we just gotta we gotta hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we gotta hold on. Keep keep playing the Yo, back. Son, that's it, bro. And, and just in your mind, just say to yourself, it still sound good, man. The odd couple, Ghost and Kappa produced by Ayatollah. Word? At least said we you get that one total? We hella, we hella East Coast. Yeah, I'm, I'm East Coast biased a little bit. Nah, there was Man, some... shit, a lot of bit. I mean, the obvious, the, 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 obvious, the obvious West Coast album. Um, I, 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 I do like Planet album. Asia. But I Dog love Planet Asia. Before you even get to Planet Asia, Doggy Style, classic album also. No skips. Doggy Style, Chronic. Mm -hmm. No skips. Oh, she from the Bay. So she she probably the um the short dog. I'm gonna be uh, yo for you to be from the Bay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm keep it a whole stack with you. It took me a few years to really appreciate the genius of E40. Hmm. But now I step back and I look at e yo E40 created a lot of the slang these dudes these dudes be spitting. Slang editorial that dude right there, bro. Mm hmm. Yeah. E forty. He got a lot to talk about. What Tola said he did a joint with Ray and Ghost? Huh, she said I figured I'd say that. You figured I would say that what about uh, about E forty? Yeah, he a lot <laughs> a lot of the slang. Forty water. That was yo, that was one of low key one of the best verses for me too. When they had um too short in E forty. Sorry about that. Now nah, the bay, the bay get it in. They definitely, the bay definitely get it in. But yeah, there's a lot like the West Coast. I feel like that that at some point in time, every region 
had it, you know, like the East Coast may have started it up and then you move to the West and then from the um, South, from the West, you know, like now a lot of people will say that the South got it. South was holding it down. Yeah. But now, now it's, it's, it's really national, man, because you got people coming out of everywhere now. Yeah. But our our core our core coast are still raining though. Yep, I, Ali, take note to uh, to um to Ayatollah in the chat and his his body of work. He produced half Inspector Deck's album, The Movement too. And now you know who's a, a lot of that Cali music, like Razzcast too. Was to me, I thought I always mm -hmm. thought Razzcast was a crazy dope MC. Exhibit, a lot of them dudes over there be spitting. Strong arm steady SIS. Mm -hmm. SAS? Yeah, a lot and, um, of them, a lot of them dudes be spitting. You know, your Ayatollah body of work is crazy. It's crazy, B. It's crazy. Yo, um Tola, yeah, I wanted I, to ask you, did you see somebody somebody just recently flip um Miss Fat Booty too? The sample used for Miss Fat Booty? I don't know who it was. I heard it recently. Somebody just recently flipped it. know what? Let me see some. South always did their thing. We just wasn't playing it up here until much later. Yeah, you know, I think they used to try Cron to... Cron yeah. Told us right, Cron Don right there. Yes, sir. S-A-S. Mm -hmm. Strong arm steady. Yeah. Yeah, they used, to, they used to try to clown folks from the South for the simplicity, I think, of their, their lyrics, but... Now yo, you look at some of the people that come out of the south and their and their lyricism is yo better than a lot of people. Yep. You know how you call it in New York? Are you familiar with Nick Grant? No, nah, I'm. I, the name sounds familiar, but I don't know his music. Young dude, son. Boy, he got bars, man. He got something to talk about. Nick Grant's dope. Check him out, yo. Chrome, mm. Mitchie, Phil, and X. Mr. Short Chop seemed promising for the from the West. Nick Mr. Short Chop. Yeah. Atlanta got mad talent right now. Nick is here in Atlanta, yeah. Nick, I love Nick Grant, yo. Familiar with. I fucks with Nick Grant, B. I see him spit something on um on Sway. And Sway looked at him like, where the fuck do you come from? <laughs> mm. Yo, you know who I um who I, who I wonder about too. Like um, well, I guess maybe her plan is not to do anything major, but the um, what's the chick's name? Is Lady London? Lady London. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's up with her. Like, cause she put out a lot of independent stuff, but I'm sure like majors got to be swarming around trying to get her. I remember um, homegirl uh, um the other chick. She used to have a crazy buzz too. Remember Tink? Yeah. I don't know what happened, but her buzz was crazy before, too. You ever listen to Zarface? Yeah. Try to put Nick. Yeah. At least said, try to put Nick on this album. You may want to get that, make that happen. So the album is the album is done? You already finished? Tink, yeah, if you haven't listened to Tink or heard Tink, check Tink out. Tink was on BRM. 
At one point, she was touted to be like the next big thing. I think Tink is out of, she may be out of VA. Hold up, Nick Grant is on Mike G's new shit? Nah, she said she was trying to get him on it, but Nick didn't answer the phone. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I said you tried to put him on right. that phone. Okay, yeah, he got, so you he, know he, Tink, yeah. Yeah, Tink was. Yeah, Tink was Tink was supposed to be like the next big thing. Like I don't know, it seemed like her buzz may have died down a little bit, but she was killing it for a minute. Yeah, I think Zarface dropped something new recently too. Zarface, Action Brunson did something new. I like I, I like the fact though what you're saying. Where like it looked like Mike G is looking to work with um to work with like a lot of up and coming cats. But she's from the shot. I don't know why I thought she was from VA from that area. Yo, a dot click was dope. You're right, but you're right, Black. They had their own style with them. Who knew that <laughs> yeah, who who knew that the the Doa dies and the bone thugs and all that stuff? With uh, people would take that style and soak it up, take it and run with it, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the new artists definitely need a chance. Like we, that's that's a good way to kind of, you know, merge the guy. We had yeah, we had we had the brother um, Young World on. Signed to Benny Butcher, and we were saying to him, talking to him about that, and I was saying like, I think that's a really good way to bridge the gap when you put like um, a young up and coming artist on with an older artist. Like it just it exposes both artists to the core audience. Yeah, son, you you get to hear, you know, just the the complimentary of all right uh, errors, so to speak. All right, we send Mike an invite. Get Mike back up in here. Let's not let me send him a um invite. Invite, yeah. Let me send him a There we go. All right, back. Yo, there you go. What's up, bro? He's still, he's still, he's still Reason buffering. Oh, my door. So I thought she's beating the dog up this. But your dog out of pocket. <laughs> Freezing. He's been out of pocket. We All bought right, him out of go, pocket. I'm gonna go out and come back in. Oh, she putting him in his cage. She don't like getting in his cage. Mm. Time to go to bed, though, son. It's almost nine o'clock. You got to put a schedule on them little bastards because they they'll be up all night, barking at everything that moves. 
Uh, he gonna reboot, come back in. Cool. We resume the interview with Mike G. Appreciate everybody's patience. Ali, appreciate you you hooking us up for us. Make this happen. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to talk to Nate though about his experience with the firm. For nature. Mm -hmm. Getting pussy with my father's features. Yeah. <coughs> Classic verse. That was a classic verse. Remember, we had the debate who had the best verse in that song. Yeah, sir. I think y'all said that was Nate, my. Y'all said Nate had it right. I still, I'm going. I'm Bronx. Wayne said. Wayne said it all. The, you know, there's something about setting it off. You can set it off if you can expect the deck of verse. Listen, bro. Yeah, inspect the deck. Probably the king of that though. He sets off everything, mm -hmm. B. Imagine having to go behind that. <laughs> you better be prepared, yo. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Think of that's why I said, yo, puns verse coming right behind that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah that's all. I'm, work, I'm definitely working on that. Get the wild cowboy up here. Who, Doc? Yeah, I'm working on that. Trying to get that. Oh my God, one of my favorite artists, man. Mm-hmm. X, man. Take it all the way back to when he was Derek X. I still got what's what's the joint I like listening to now? I was just looking at it too. More to life. I need to get on this show. What's my favorite dot, John? From his solo albums? Wild Cowboy? What? Nah, Jewels of Life. Oh, okay. The Devil is Here and Five and The Five Burrows. Mm -hmm. Two classic joints. I mean, the album is dope, but those I threw those instantly in my playlist because I can listen to them joints all day. Wow, he said Shabazz. But he got Shabazz the Disciple. Remember Shabazz the Disciple? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. We still having trouble getting to him? Yeah, we working. We going to get Mike back. He just had to reboot his phone. Finish having this conversation. He must be stationary now. Yeah, let me see something. Yo, Rob is a Rob's like a diehard to die X fan. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, I'm about to run through a couple of his joints right now. You got, got the he got the album. Wonder where he got him because I hit album. him behind the speakers. <laughs> the joint he did in 2018 with Sensei. Um, the Summer Man, that's one of my favorite joints. Yo, you know what I you know what I love about Sadat X? You know what I love about Sadat X? What I love about Sadat X more than anything is that yo, you look at his gram, 
his gram is just like regular stuff. Yo, like, so you I'm see a him teacher. going to work in a hospital. <laughs> he's, a, he's a school teacher. Yeah, Yo. son. He got his daughter. Yeah. That, I love I love that about about Dot, man, because he's like, Yo, listen, man, I'm the God, man. I got Sean Prue. It ain't just about music and the bag. I got I got changed diapers out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I wish we could play music. We can't though. It's that um they closed the live down. We ain't got yeah, they'll shut us down. Yeah, we don't got that. I'd have been playing something. We don't got that we don't got that versus juice. We ain't there. Yeah, all right, Mike. Let's get Mike back in. Man. Hey, right, we got Mike coming little, back in. This little under the weather shit is getting on my nerves. Echo. Can you Welcome. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Welcome back, bro. Loud and clear, bro. You good. <laughs> my 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 D's ain't connecting. Like, can you hear you me? All right. Yeah, yeah, we good. Okay. Good, yo, good, yo, right. yo, Mike, we got um in the chat, we got Ayatollah, producer Ayatollah. Yeah, I told her that's one man. What's up with you? Yo, we trying to we we trying to alley oop to get y'all to work together. I told her got some fire for you. <laughs> you already know. I I don't know why he's acting like this is a different. <laughs> Let's make that call, Tola. Yeah, that's family. Like, we, we, come on, bro. We, we, all you gotta do is DM, and then from there, give me your math. I'll give you mine. We, we make it work. Let's go to the studio. Let's get that, yeah. Yeah, I wanna I wanna hear that. I wanna hear that. Let's make that happen. Please make that happen. For sure, make that happen. Yo, so so we left off where you was talking, we was talking about um you were saying like Ja, DMX, mm -hmm. Z, and I think you were saying that, you know, all of them at some point in time acknowledged, I guess, that you know that you you how you call it that you you know you threw them the alley oop or you were saying I think that you know even without you throwing the alley oop they would have still been successful. Yeah, I, I think that's that's what I was saying. I was saying that you know whether I was there or whether I wasn't, I don't think that I personally play a part in any of the talent they possess or any of the things they would have been able to accomplish. Right. It so happens that I was a component to their timeline and. That's all, you know, and mm -hmm. to me, honestly put, I don't, I don't expect anything for that or from that or, mm -hmm. you know, I was just fortunate enough to be there at the right place at the right the time, right time. Mm -hmm. water together, so to speak. So they would have made it regardless to me being around or me not being, yeah. you know, but. I'm glad I was. I'm glad they were. And I'm glad I could say these are the friends that I have. Yeah. You, yo, you said, a right. you said a component. I'm saying a conduit. A conduit. That, I mean, actually, <laughs> and a conduit is, is. No, I have to throw it on. I got to definitely take a. Yeah, I could go with conduit. I got to get it. I time, bro, with like, um, I guess, bigging myself up mm -hmm. for lack of a put it and I'm working on it. Yeah. You know, I'm flattered and I'm honored and I'm glad that I was there, as I said. I'm just glad I was there. Facts. Right, right. Yeah. What 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 are you what are you listening to nowadays and what's your opinion on today's sound of hip hop? Future. Um, look, hey, hey, look, here come the peanut gallery future. <laughs> I, 
that we argue. That's my bro, but we was arguing earlier in the barbershop about this whole thing. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I listened to Kendrick's joint this morning, and mm -hmm. I, it's phenomenal to me, you know. But right. um, in terms of other people I listen I listen to pretty much anything. As long mm -hmm. as I can, yeah, as long as I can get something from it. So I could listen to Future. I listen to Derek. Listen to, I still listen to Wayne. I still listen to Drizzy. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. And then I could still listen to the, the stuff I came up on. I still listen to. Right. I still listen to Rakim. I still. Yesterday I listened. I actually listened to the Infamous, and I hadn't heard the Infamous the whole album in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Right. Put my two K on. Rolled up. See that? See, <laughs> that's the recipe right there, yo. <laughs> Infamous from start to end. Mm -hmm. You know, or it might not even be that. I could listen to the Police. I could listen to Van Halen. I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan. Nice. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. Mm -hmm. you know, so I listen to pretty much anything as long as I could get something from it. Yeah, that's probably why that. Steve Gottlieb signed you. <laughs> I, I don't know you would have to ask him, but I always been since I was a kid. Like my generation, I remember when MTV was all we had. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't. That's you know, a fact. We didn't have, you know, and then video music box came along, and then mm -hmm. we, let me let me find out. We find uh, out you remember hot. Let me find out you remember hot tracks. Oh, hot oh, tracks. I remember <laughs> hot tracks too. That was Friday, eleven thirty. <laughs> Yeah, that was Sergio De Jesus. Right. That's right, bro. Before that, don't put me on Jeopardy. <laughs> oh man. Yo, on the on the Long Road Back album, I'm Alive, mm -hmm. a very personal record, but it seemed therapeutic for you. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like what led to the record and you know what made you feel like this was something you want to put on wax. Um I just felt like I, I always pretty much right what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing, what, what I see people around me experiencing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've gone through a lot of rocky water. Mm -hmm. And what else was I supposed to write about if that's what I went through? Mm -hmm. So some parts of it, maybe they were kind of hard for me to open up mm -hmm. and talk about the world, but you, you said it best. It was therapeutic. It and it was good. It's good to let go of the baggage that you have. Mm. So whether you, yes, whether sir. you do that through music or whether you do that through just communication or whatever, I just looked at it like that. And then once Tyrese heard it and he jumped onto it, it was like, okay, I'm I'm glad that I even shared these thoughts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I, heard so, that, when I heard that, John, I was like, damn, like, yeah, that's this got to be therapeutic to kind of get this out. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a lot. Like I said, I I, I went through my share of of adversity, you mm. know. And it's like they say, whatever don't kill you makes you stronger. So makes I you strong. Yeah, I took it from. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. That I think adversity builds character, though, and it makes you it makes you resilient. Like I think if you always set the bar low and step over it and pat yourself on the back. And you become somebody who you, you spend your life just working around or trying to, you know, work work past obstacles rather than confronting them and working through them. You know, working through those obstacles in the end, 
you know, it may be rough when you're doing it, but when it's all said and done, you step back and you look at that process. I think it makes you a better person. Absolutely. Yeah, maturity. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. The, it, it, it helps you to grow and it helps you to to gain wisdom. And where I'm from, the saying is struggle builds character. That's a fact. You know, so. Speaking of growth. What's up? Talk about, and this is outside of music. Mm-hmm. Talk about being a dad and raising your sons in today's climate. Oh man, it, it's um. In terms of the climate, yeah, you know, if you it's, it's, it's a very weird place. We're all in a weird place. I not want to Place I don't think humanity has ever experienced before. And mm-hmm. if there's any schematics figure that we speak that exists that could help us navigate through it. I think we're in one of those periods where yeah. I think we're in a period where you have to allow for the experience to occur. Um, You really don't have a choice. But you do the best that you can. Um, I think my biggest fear is you know, I just want my kids to, to make it to those points in life that I made it to and get surpassed. Right. You know, I'm looking right. forward to my grandchildren and right. you know, them coming in the house and my son's calling me and saying, well, you know, Dad, the boys or the girls or whatever, they want to come. Right, right, right. And I'm looking forward to that. So it kind of is scary in that sense because you mm-hmm. just your kids to to make it you just want them to you don't want to ever go through anything where they can't see what you saw and get to see beyond what you went through right. but, it's that, but in the same breath I think my kids are probably the biggest force that keeps me going and they're the biggest my kids are like the center of my universe my kids are my, my kids. They're, they're, they're your reflection. Absolutely. So, in one sense, I can't imagine not having them and not being able to experience them every single day of my life. And mm-hmm. I always say to my wife, I'm like, it was, life was so whack before they got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, like once they got here, it was like, Every race I ever wanted to win, every medal I ever wanted to get, every award I ever wanted to receive, they're in those three kids. They are that. They're all of that. And they're 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 my son. I mean in the yeah. sense that they are truly the center of my universe. You know that's dope. So it's mixed emotions, but I would rather have them and and it wouldn't matter what period of time it is or what the right. world wasn't. I'd rather have them than not have them. There's no question. No yeah. question. Do, do, they, do they know dad's accomplishments and what you've done yeah. in the past? Yeah. And, 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 and are any of them any writers as well? Oh, yeah. My oldest, Mike, he freestyles and he writes on occasion. Yeah. Big in the football now, so mm. that's okay. Name. My youngest, Morgan, is actually like the world's biggest DMX fan. Oh, wow. They were. <laughs> yeah, Morgan loved DMX since like he was born. And Morgan now is is five years old. Wow. Um, wow. And Matthew, 
he just loves music. So it could right. be Max, it could be Jay Z, it could be it could be anyone. It could be Justin right. Bieber. He just loves music. But they they know, and it's funny because um, like they help me write a lot now. Like mm. they're kind of like my ARs at home. <laughs> so if I and they may hear me singing a hook, or they may hear me, you know, saying it, and they'll jump right in. It'll be like that. Okay, that you gotta do. That. <laughs> that's good. Times when they'll be like, "Yeah, Dad, well, that's good, but the beat, you need to do this." And mm. da 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 da. About that. Like, you know, that's dope. Um, yeah, that's dope having them in your world like that. Yeah, it is amazing, bro. Like, it's amazing. And they ask me stuff. Like, they're like, "Yeah, Dad, so you and Ja Rule, or you and Jay Z, or that time when you were when Biggie this," and they ask yeah. those questions. Yeah, it's kind of surreal, right? It's kind of like this little person is asking me this <laughs> stuff, stuff that we would ask, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. It, it. It's the best feeling in the world. And Yo, so God I'm bless like, you, Chad. God bless you for that, man. Because you're like a great father, man, for real. I can do it all day, bro. Yo, Tola said, "Ask you about hot wax on Jamaica Ave." Oh yeah, that that's that's where I would go every day religiously after school, and I would go get whatever twelve inch was out, mm -hmm. and I'd go get two of them. You know, like if it was LL, two LLs. If it was Cool G Rap, two Cool G Raps, whatever. But I would go in there like every single day, and then ironically enough, when I did come out as an artist, they like knew me and they greeted me with open open arms and I remember Cy, I remember I remember um my man Juan that was in this group Tempest. called Flatline. Tempest. Yeah Juan my me dude. and Tempest went to school together. Yeah. yeah, fact. So it was just it was home away from home. You know, I'll never forget how mm -hmm. ever in my life will I forget them. I yeah. love them because they were one of the forces that they helped propel me. You yeah. know, but they showed me love and that's where I used to buy records from, you know, so shout out to all of them. Were, were, were you Mike Geronimo as a DJ? Nah. I didn't Who were you? Name, bro. I, I just was in my You just on Yeah, just okay. cutting, up, just cutting, scratching, doing blends. I hadn't gotten to the point where I was like, and that was my goal. I was going to go get my little rubber stamps so I could stay <laughs> bring them to the Ave, all of that. yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah. man. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like at one point that you had just become disenchanted with the industry and fell back from making music and was like, nah, I'm, I'm cool on this. So I, I, you know, I wonder what led to you becoming disenchanted if, in fact, you were. I think it's kind of one of those things where um, you just start to see everything isn't what you thought it was in a sense yeah. and mm -hmm. I think what I allowed to happen to myself was I think I allowed everyone's voice to become bigger than my own mm. meaning I, I couldn't hear myself thinking and I couldn't hear myself in tune with myself and I just think that everything happens for a reason and I mm -hmm. think that at that time period that I said, you know what, maybe I'll just 
give this back and just mm. go my way. Right. I think that right. that was intended for me to do. I think that was something I had to do, you know. And again, if I hadn't have did that, you know, I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have my wife. Yeah, it would just be a very different ball game. So everything happens for a reason. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. everything but, happens for. A but now it seems like yo, you you back with a vengeance. So what do you attribute the renewed passion to? Oh man, so many things. I think the biggest catalyst is my wife and my kids mm. believe in me to no end. And Support system, yeah, man. Uh, there's no word that can. I passed away about seven years ago. Hang on, one second. The biggest thing that happened with the music, and I think in his final days, he actually started to like go on YouTube and like check you out. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Wow. And my dad, you know, he was a cop he was in the military so he was really you know which sees what you get cut dry that was it yeah right he just told me one day he was like you know there's people from spain asking where your album is there's people from germany talking yep. about you there's people in russia toys like and all these people are talking about my son and he couldn't believe it and then so long story short he's just like you got to get back out there kid and that right. was kind of shocking to hear my dad yeah. say. Yeah. Um, right. But that was enough yeah. for me. And I right, right, right. And I said, you know, if I ever feel that way again about it, I promise you I'll do it. And um, Here you are. Right. So when I did start recording again, I was like, yeah, I'm going to call the project 3016. And 3016 was my dad's badge number. Oh, that's dope. So it's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, my dad. That well, I don't know. That's him, and that's his bad. Yeah, that's dope. Like, that's my remember the perfection, man. Yeah, shout out to Pop, man. So um, it was only right to call it thirty sixteen because he asked me. And I said to myself, I was like, you know, if you don't do this for any other reason, just remember the promise that you made. Mm. That's right. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that was it. When you when you um when you were away and we were waiting for you to come back and join, we started talking a little bit about how overseas it seems like hip hop has been embraced more than it actually has been in the states. In particular, when you start talking about like artists that may have been from the '90s, you know, because you see Smith and Wesson, they in Germany touring, Master Ace is touring, De La Soul is touring, J. Rue the Damage, everybody's overseas getting this bag. What do you attribute it to yeah. that the love is much greater, seems to be much greater overseas? I just think, bro, that like overseas, it's like kind of a different, it's kind of a different respect, but I, I also think that the Western world, like Western civilization is very different from what occurs overseas. Mm. And I think that in some senses, like things such as respect and, and honor and lineage 
they're like way more important to people overseas, mm. you know, than, than they are as opposed to us being Americans. And, you know, it's kind of like with us out here, everything is, it's here in two minutes, it's gone after that. You know, That's right. Something else. I think overseas in particular, going to Japan and going to Israel, they're like the two places that, and Copenhagen, they're the three places rather that resonate with me the most. But I learned a lot about people and I learned a lot about myself. Right. Kind of, you know, when I came home, I kind of, I kind of felt different about a lot of things and I kind of saw things a lot different. And right. to go a thousand miles away from your house and be across, you know, water that's waste calm yeah yeah and to get love it's it's very overwhelming you know and i think going overseas helped me to realize how big things were that we ended up doing you know so i love it over there i can't wait to go back to go back that's right and i'm sure they can't wait to hear you too bro yeah bro i like I'm with it. Like, if I had it my way, I'd be in Ukraine right now performing for those people. Yeah. You know, so right. I, I wonder, I, I wonder if, um, I wonder if it was this way pre-internet. Like, do you attribute the internet to, to I guess, like the growth and the expansion of, of hip hop well, and, and opening ears over there? Um, I don't know that I can attribute all of it to it, but I definitely think with the internet coming along, I mean, the whole world became everyone's neighbor. You know, no longer, it didn't take you all these things and all of this stuff to, to get in touch with somebody in France or wherever they may be. Like, right, you didn't need no passport. Right, now we're, we're, we're like global communicators in the sense that you know, we can talk to anyone at any point in this world, at any mm -hmm. time in this world. And so I think that that definitely helped to um, to to solidify, I guess, that love that they have for Western artists. Mm -hmm. And I also think that it opened us up to a whole different world of people that maybe weren't as in the know about us as they are now. Mm. Right. You know. So. And, you know and in your in your downtime, and when you took a little hiatus from music, you started a business. Yeah, yeah. And what and, and what and to let us know what that business is. Um. Well, now we're going on fourteen years of existence. Thank God. <laughs> but um, nice. I actually ended up starting a locksmith and a security installation company out in New York. Okay. Um. Let's go. And yeah, and so I progressed and like I, I did the whole thing where I was like, a, you know, an apprentice for about a, a year and a half. And I knew enough, mm -hmm. you know, I went and started the business with my wife and um, started very small with just regular lock changes and things of that nature. And then from there we evolved and so now we do access entry and we do biometrics. Yeah, that's dope. But smart home concepts. And, mm -hmm. Wow. You know, we get contracts now for the city. One sec, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Sorry about that. It's, uh, it's, 
There's more than one way to skin a cat, baby. I tell you, mm -hmm. boy. Absolutely. I'm, gonna have, I'm sorry. I'll have the black Angus ribeye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not yeah, a dope. Yeah, and mashed potatoes with the what is this with the herb butter? Mm -hmm. Just give me a, a that that. No, that's that's a cream. <laughs> he said that that. No, I got your side. I got you. I yeah. Know, I got you. My brother got it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> nah, no worries, bro. You got to feed yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's 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 dope, man, that you, you know, like, beyond. I don't, know, yeah, I don't know if a lot of people think beyond music. I mean, it's weird, bro, because some of it kind of just, like, a lot of shit with me in life kind of for some strange reason just happens. Mm. I just, like, end up falling into falling these into it. positions. Yeah, they kind of, like, but, you know, I think with that, it gave me the opportunity to, one, put myself through a mental boot camp. Right. Um, you know, and it gave me the opportunity to remain grounded because, like, I would take the train. I would be filthy from doing contracting work. Yeah. You know, and I would have people look at me on the train. Yo, he kind of looks like, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not sure. And then when I got to the point where I was totally at home with that, I knew I had gotten to a different place in life, mm. you know, and I'm really glad that I went through that experience. And mm. I didn't imagine that it would add up to us being in business for 14 years, but yeah. here we are. Yeah. So I'm just grateful, very grateful. Drizzly Boy, well, you just see, man. Drizzly Boo Boo 39 said we need a new album, Mike. Well, Mike got a new oh, album coming. He just, he oh, just said it, 3016. Yeah. And if you haven't heard some of the tracks so far that he's been Absolutely. putting out, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Like I, can, like I said earlier in the truck, bro, like, it, I don't even want to talk about it. I just wanted to come See, out. Nah, we, yeah. for, I'm waiting, nah, bro. Nah, I'm highly hold anticipating on, that. Hold right on, hold on. We, we got it. You got it. Ali said she told us that you could tell us a couple of features at least that you that we can expect to hear on that album. Oh. A couple. Wow. If y'all if y'all got her to say that's all right. She oh, said only. A, she said college. only a few though. She said you can only name a few. She said only a few, yeah, bro. I know, <laughs> I know because uh, shampoo is big on. All right, Papa. You can't say but but so much, but um. <laughs> I got uh, I got a song with Nipsey Hussle, which wow, like, I would never imagine that I'd end Ooh. up doing something with, because I'm a big fan of his. Um, Say no more, yeah. Scarface was on there with me, and that was hold cool. on, hold on, like, hold on. You said Scarface, yeah. You said <laughs> yo, yeah. Nipsey Hussle, Scarface, yo. I, I'm I'm with yo. I'm with Ali. Don't say no more. Don't say no more. <laughs> don't say no more. Don't, don't, nah, don't say no more. I'll leave it exclusively. Which one? Damn. Tell them that one? Yeah, and me and Roddy Rich have like a mean, mean, mean. Wow. Yeah. Hold on, son. Grateful to. It's a lot of surprises on the album. Yo. So, as it should, man. Yo. You know, you know what this make me think of? This make me think about, remember in, um, what was it, in Menace, where Kane was like, damn, yo, I knew he'd come back, but I never knew he'd come back like that. Like, you, <laughs> you ain't playing fair, bro. I'll take it. 
It's better than you being like, oh, God, here comes this boot again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but I'm, and we're not even finished yet, bro. So it's kind of like, I'm just enjoying weight. He wasn't supposed to let that one out. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently, All right, so we I'm got like, so we got it. We got it exclusive. We got it exclusive. Yeah. Well, yo, yeah, we we got a tentative date though that you look at like a, a time period. You looking to put this out? What I, what, I, what I can say is I know it's the summer. I think what what my whole team is doing now is working with the distributor and figuring out the exact window. Mm. Oh wait, I got in trouble for ordering a steak. That's what my mom is going to tell you. <laughs> the, the, the red meat thing doesn't start this week. Like I could eat a little more, you know, because my doctor says I have to cut back on red meat. Oh man, whatever. Yo, and you doing this? You doing this through your um your own label, right? Was it uh Q yeah. Q and B? Q and B, yeah. So yeah, Q and B. Me, my brother, and my cousin when we was young, that's what we used to call ourselves. And mm. at that point, it's when he's most blunted. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> went, got I love it. We kids, and it's just uh, it's weird because things evolve. So it stands now for Queens Made Bosses, mm. you know. So UMB is the label, YMVS is the management, and nice. these PRs, all of the, the the show, the glow, the glitz, the glamour. And nice. We just moving as, as a fist and I love it bro I couldn't ask for anything more yo so, Mike you know what just out of curiosity are you, are you documenting this you got somebody filming this like did you have somebody film your recording process and everything because I think this would have made for like a really good documentary too we actually do um like we actually just finished getting footage in Atlanta when I was out there yeah um, but we do we do and there's actually stuff that's in the works that's being developed now uh to to bring that to another level and i yeah. can't talk about because i will get yelled at <laughs> yeah we don't get you no trouble bro yeah but there's a lot of uh things on the table and again i'm just appreciative and i'm excited and i'm like a kid on christmas eve bro like that's the best way Yo, I'm 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 happy though to see you reinvigorated, man, and 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 to see you yes, sir. about it, man. Like, but that's that's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Yeah, it's, it's a, good it's to see, you, bro. We gonna have a good good time. I promise you that. Oh yeah, yeah. You gonna set this God world. bless you, man. Yeah. Yes. So so I got I don't know if Rob got any more questions. I only got one other question I want to ask you. I no, I just I, I, I just got, got a statement, man. Got that steak coming. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Rob. I, I, just, I just got a statement, bro. See that? Yeah, we having a squad dinner, so. Shout out to the team. Yo, bro, I just I just want to say to you, God bless you. You're a wise, cerebral dude. I love talk. I, I almost like want to hang out with you, bro. Smoke one and just and just and just pick your brain, yo, because I know you just you just appear to me a man of wisdom. I, I can tell knowledge is your foundation because that's how you got to become a locksmith because you said you love learning. Mm -hmm. I love learning, man. I pick up books all the time and I read proficiently, man. Like, I love knowledge. I love words. I love I love what they do when I get them because then I, once I start to read, I start to set an intent mm -hmm. for what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And not for nothing, that's how I manifest things when I set an intent. So 
now, now and I'm telling you, son. We definitely gotta hang out because now. Yeah, we and I'm telling you. And I'm and I'm telling you, and I'm telling you that that song, the one, you hit me with that. That and that's where that's coming from. I'm like, yo, the God is building, son. There's something that he's talking about manifestation and a lot of different things in there, man. I, that's my that's that's my intent to sit with you and just build. That's it. I gotta just let y'all. We gotta get together. I gotta just let y'all hit a project. And yeah, yeah. Like the one just scratching the circle. And then, like I said, this morning, so he fired me up about another fifty notches. Is the way I'm like, and I'm not finished yet. So. That's where we had it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm glad I'm glad I signed up. Like yeah. That's it. That's it. That's right. Oh, that's man. it, bro. Yo, it, it's gonna be a beautiful thing, man. I we gotta we up. gotta we gotta speak into existence though, like you getting in the lab with Ayatollah though, for real, for real, and seeing that we got Ayatollah on that project, cause yo, your rhymes, your beats. Yeah, and I told no. Like he I know he knows if he's still on here. He already knows all we gotta do is link and then it's just a matter of him giving me the beat and us just vibing the way we do and just going right. So I'm looking forward to it, bro. Like right. man, life is good. Yeah. Life yes, as good. it should be, bro. As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Aquarium Warrior said, um, please promote it when it comes out. I don't wanna miss it. Well, once once he start posting, we'll make sure that we post yeah, it. Yeah, post or follow Mike. You gonna know, you gonna know. Follow like, Mike. Hit the hit the notification button. Follow the good brother. You'll yeah, find out all about it, B. Back. Yo, back. yo. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this real quick, What's Mike. That? Before we before we let you go, also, because I'm I'm heavy into fashion too. I see you doing something with cold of individuality. <laughs> Look, there you go, Mike. Who that, who that flush? Nah, that's the how you call it, Tola. That's Tola. That's Tola. Oh, What's up, Tola? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, Geronimo. I'm ready. Wait, but ready. Are, are you out with a mask? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You ready? What up, y'all? What's up? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, bro? I'm ready. I got some music Yo, for you, brother. Totally, you already know. Like you, this ain't this ain't nothing we don't do. You know, this ain't nothing we right, don't do. right, right. Matter of fact, when we get off, just DM me your info, and we'll link up. And this week, yes, sir, yes, sir. Good seeing you, Mike. Good seeing you, man. Likewise. Good seeing you guys, man. Keep you up too, the good no doubt. And, totally. and trust me, Mike. Trust me. And it's got something for you, bro. <laughs> tell him, tell him. I got. Tell yeah, we tell him. We heard Mike some, some some new heat by him. Yeah, I already know. I, when it comes to Ayatollah, I already know. I ain't worried about a thing. Salute. So, <laughs> all right, Mike. I'm a DM you. I'm gonna hit you in the DM. I'm gonna hit you in the DM. And we catch up this week. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. I love you too, kid. I peace, wait. peace. Out, okay. out. Yo, so Mike, what you doing with Cult of Individuality? Oh yeah, shout out to Colt. Um, me and Colt uh, are we getting ready to do a couple of things together. I gotta shout out Ronnie. I gotta shout out Dean. Everybody up at Cult of Individuality. But um, we're gonna do a lot of getting ready to do a lot of stuff together from things related to music to things related to fashion. Yeah, um, that's what's up. And just have a lot of love for them and they're like family. You know, like I, I, you should have been with us the other night when we all went out to eat, you know, and, and 
the family vibe with us, and it's a very genuine vibe with us. Right. And I love them to death, and I'm just very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. And I can't say everything. There's a lot I can't. I want to say, but that that I can't say. Nah, hold it, hold it, bro, hold it. <laughs> we we need to do a lot of collaboration with Copa individuality, without yeah. question. Nah, we but, here for we we waiting. So, Mike, I'm a, I'm. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go enjoy your dinner. But I appreciate you pulling up to the No Ideas Original yes, Podcast. And again, yo, I wanna. I'm so sorry. I was driving in the city. Nah, don't worry about that, son. But I, but, but again, yo, I wanna, you know, I wanna, I wanna salute you, and I wanna congratulate you because, yo, from what what I'm hearing, it looked like you, it looked like you are you gonna surpass the the natural, you know. And I see the renewed passion. And your music yeah. and how you talk and everything. It's a beautiful thing. Looking forward to the album. Um, you know, maybe when the album drops, we have you back on, talk some more about it. That has to happen, yeah. I promise you. Like, so, let's do it. And we got to get the yeah. out. Just yeah, I would love it. Yo, I just want to pick your brain, God. That's it. Just build. That's it. Let's build, baby. <laughs> Mostly, bro. So I, I really am a very boring person for all intents and purposes. I'm like, if I'm not working, I'm at home with my kids. Right. We'll, we'll get up. Even if y'all come over, throw something on the grill and just laugh and smoke out and have a good time, we can do that too. How about that? Real I talk. appreciate that, bro. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. All right. Salute, bro. Appreciate you. Like, Salute, bro. Appreciate you. Thanks. Enjoy your dinner, baby. I got to shout out my QMB squad. I got to shout out my YMBS squad. I got to shout out Image PR squad. Shout out to right. Coke. Individuality squad, shout out to Queens, New York, New York City, and the whole wide mm -hmm. world. I appreciate everybody and I thank you for the support. And shit, you gotta strap in. <laughs> yo, Mike, we coming. We 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 gonna we we gonna get up with Flush too and build with that brother too. Oh, yo, one last thing I yeah. want. One last thing I want to say that even Rob don't even Rob don't know. Yo, so when we mm -hmm. was putting this podcast together a few years back, and I was thinking about mm -hmm. the name for it. One of the names that originally I was going to go with was Time to Build. Wow. That's lit. <laughs> I didn't know that either, yeah. though. <laughs> Why I say, bro, I can't anything in this life, man. I got more than I want. What I yes, want you do. Leave, so yes, you do. Grateful, man. But that you, you can switch the name. What's up? Let's do it. <laughs> Word. Time to, time to Build was the other name. I'm like, damn, time yo, Time to Build. To build. We just say no ideas original, and in parentheses, time to build it. We time to build. <laughs> Yo, thank you, everybody. Stay wise, Trayvon. Stay wise, baby. Appreciate everybody. And again, thanks y'all for having me. I appreciate it. No doubt. And thank yes, you, sir. thank you, Ali. We all we all need Ali yeah. in our life. Yeah, thanks, Shug. Yeah, AK. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to eat a steak, even though you told me I can't. <laughs> <laughs> A little peace, everybody. Have a good night. Stay peace. Up.